This is a FUBAR Radio podcast. For more information, go to FUBARradio.com. Tuesday Takeover with The Last Skeptic and Daniel Lawrence-Taylor on FUBAR Radio. Okay, all right. Here we go. That's beautiful. Fubar Radio. I'm back. My name is Corin. Some people know me as the last skeptic. And you know what? I'm here, back again, to top up my beautiful bricolage of things, very disgraceful, awful things that I've said on Fubar Radio, just to update them and keep you fresh, you know, just keep lots of litigious things in your mind that you can sue me for. And I am back for another two hours with wonderful guests to talk so much breeze. I've got on this show The Manor, Complexion, Matt Wills, Big Heath and Hannah Flynn, and the best co-host in the world, Daniel Lawrence Taylor. Welcome, 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 welcome. Oh, what? what? Wait, what? Who's shooting? Who's shooting? What's going on? Oh, my God. Who's shooting? How are you doing, man? I'm not too bad, you know. I'm all right. I'm good. Smiley, this beautiful face, smiling back at me. I feel like a proud new father. Uh, thanks, Dad. Thanks for having me. Um, it's so good to have you here, because the last time that we hosted a show together was potentially one of the funniest moments of my entire life. And uh, a producer that sent me a link to it recently, and I couldn't face listening to it again because just in case the memory was ruined okay okay okay. because in my head it was like funnier than like every episode of kirby enthusiasm put into one no it was it It was was. just so funny yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it was it was hilarious and i'm not even gonna say i'm not even trying to reenact what we spoke (laughs) about but it was possibly i I just don't i don't understand how it was so funny (laughs) what happened we're we're funny people who put things in our drinks (laughs) um so all right, so this, you know, this is the beginning of the show. You're the, you're the co-host. You're my equal. You're not a guest. Oh, okay, all right. But Thank so you. before we get our first guest on, I want to talk to you about you. Okay. Because you're important. Go. So, obviously, I'm a huge fan, just of you in general. I've Thank been a fan you. since uh, you had done stand-up comedy. Thank you. Um, I wasn't a fan before then. I only, I only became a fan then. Hey, that's fine. If you would have known me before my mm. stand-up, you would have, like, in school and stuff, I think you would have been a big fan of me. Are you sure? I was quite... I wouldn't say I was popular. Mm. I wasn't popular at all. Right, okay. In fact, no one knew me. Mm. And I think the fact that I faded into the background... I'm already crossing things off my list now that you've just said you're not popular. <laughs> just a big cross. <laughs> and I've just continued that throughout my life since a child. Uh, I, I just felt like you would have like gravitated towards me. You would have been like, who's that nobody in the corner? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You would have like me. a mysterious figure yeah just like, imagine ooh. like this like kind of plumped mm. very tall but plumped with very thick nhs glasses oh yeah stood in the Here corner now that i'm a fan of glasses yeah but these were nhs uh free glasses okay, so they cool. were thick <laughs> like real thick and this is like before glasses became like cool right. oh, you know okay. I mean? yeah, yeah this yeah. was like when glasses were 
purely functional. Right, okay. Th- they weren't a fashion accessory. Why are they charging you more for more <laughs> material on glasses? Sorry, this is a very Seinfeld thing to say. <laughs> but you know no, what? Hey. You know what? Have you seen these? you seen you heard about this? <laughs> hey, uh, I've been wearing glasses for a very long time, so I know the ins and outs of glasses. Okay. Um, I have, in fact, I have no idea why. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I have no idea. All I know <laughs> is that my glasses were free because uh, I was a child. You were a child? I was a child once, way once, back, okay. way back, okay. way back when. Yeah. Uh, and I was poor, so I got free glasses. Yeah, wow. So, yeah. I w- you know what? I wish I was a, a child. No, I wish um, <laughs> I needed glasses at some point, because I feel like they would complete uh, my look. I'm not going to lie. Like, there's lots of functions to wearing mm. glasses. Um, Seeing better? Number one. You didn't think about it, but I'm, I'm here to tell you. <laughs> Do you know what? That one completely slipped my mind, yeah, so thank you. There you go. No worries. See, that's, no worries. that's yeah. why you're here. That is why. Um, two, mm-hmm. um, true story, because mm-hmm. <laughs> because I'm black, uh, I think like wearing glasses means that I don't get treated like a lot of other black men. Right. So like I, other black people always find it hilarious that, or hilarious or and surprising that I've never been stopped by the police. Mm. And I think it's because they kind of almost say, oh no, he's, he's an intellectual black. He's not up to no good. So I think that <laughs> glasses kind of allows me to get away with a lot as well. Wow. People look to me as if like, I'm an intellect. Wow. That's, so that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wonder if I wore glasses, whether people would uh, give me more respect because they would be like the whole Clark Kent Superman thing. Um, you know? Like if I took them off, then they'd be like, oh, wow, he's, you know? What, Superman? Yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> I think you also need... I think the only reason I don't look like a superhero now is not not to do with my uh, my weight. Yeah. Uh, or my lack of skills. Yeah, or lack of costume. Lack of costume. Yeah. I think it's just because I'm not wearing glasses. glasses. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can borrow my glasses and see what happens. Yeah, we got we got two hours. Yeah. I think it's going to happen. <laughs> all right, cool. I'll pass um, them to you later. <laughs> thank you. So, all right. So, you th- obviously, uh, Cockroaches was a long time ago now. Yeah. It was a long time ago, but I really enjoyed that anyway, and I really really loved you in it oh, um, but then after that we had Time Wasters on ITV2 which was for two I was going to say seasons but series mm-hmm. I, I prefer saying seasons I, I don't know why uh, like we're it. very transatlantic we're very transatlantic and um, it, it was an incredible Is was you could still see it on ITV2 an mm-hmm. incredible show uh, helmed by you at the front like a bastion of hope <laughs> and joy uh, written by you and starring by you starring you yeah right. starring yeah. by you yeah same, same sure same, same difference yeah. um, and so that you t- tell us about Time Wasters because uh, you know I, I can explain it all for oh, you okay but. yeah so <laughs> for anyone that's not seen it it's about an all black jazz band that goes back in time Uh, and the first series they go back to the 1920s where there are not that many black people on the streets of London so it's really about them surviving their time machine time machine gets destroyed so it's about them surviving in the 1920s as young black men in a very very white world and then series two uh, they jump back again but this time to the 1950s uh, and it's a different set of problems where Mm. there are more black people but it's also like the start of like real racism yeah. when the Windrush generation comes over. So they have to deal with a whole different type of racism. Yeah, of course. So yeah, so uh, yeah, did two series of that. Wow. And yeah, it was amazing. It was really, really good fun. Is there any plans to do a third or is it? Unfortunately not. Okay. No. Um, 
that I was they've said no but I'm going around telling people that I've decided that I don't want to do anymore yeah I mean oh, that's fair I yeah. mean Fleabag it yeah exactly Fleabag did, t- did two so I'm I'm saying that Good. I'm only doing two Good. and so You're no matter how much two. yeah yeah and they've been pushing me to do another one they've been like throwing yeah. money at me and like <laughs> they just keep calling just keep calling matter of fact my, uh, my desk right now is, is blowing up yeah 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 that's, the lights that's they're blinding me I know it's so annoying <sighs> we've, got, we've got a diary line too ITV on here. <laughs> oh, really? And it's like it's been dusty. Uh, oh, it looked it would look like the the original Jumanji. It was okay. so covered in stuff. Right now, it's like blowing well, yeah, up. yeah. I can see it. It's almost blinding me. I've had yeah. to put my sunglasses on. Uh, no, but no, there's no more. Which is a shame because I really loved working on that show, yeah. working with all the cast and stuff. But uh, they kind of felt like. Um, it kind of like yeah, for them it was kind mm. of that was it, and so they've kind of. Uh, they still want to work with me, so I'm working with them on another project mm. together. Great, and great. I'm still working with a lot of the other actors on new projects as well. Yeah, so. I mean, the cast was amazing. And so it's so good. nice seeing them pop up in different things yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really exciting. Like, I think I was very, very lucky to kind of find all of those people and have them in one show. Because yeah. one thing that people always said to me was what they loved most about was the cast and mm. like they just kind of said like everyone in it was strong well you could tell you liked each other which is also a big a big factor in like why I like t- the TV shows because there's the chemistry you know the, it's like an effortless chemistry and yeah. that's why I find it super funny as well like because the, the facial expressions like <laughs> you know what I mean and another side thing is that there is there's so so much TV that's based around uh, you know not just an all black cast but also there might be a, a TV show that's about like London culture where it's, mm. it's super uh, reductive yeah, yeah, yeah. towards yeah. what a, a white um, uh, exec thinks that, that a, a black culture or London culture or urban with it, quotation marks culture should be and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and the thing I loved about Time Waste is it, it, was, it had none of that oh, cheers, it was man. like you know it kind of breached and went past anything it was just it was a show oh, cheers man you know yeah I, mean? I think that was kind of my aim from the get go uh, and I'm glad that it's kind of paid off. And, and what you were saying about the cast, it was so effortless. Like, I remember when we did a read-through for the channel afterwards, they were like, oh, it's so amazing that you cast your friends. And yeah. I was like, I don't know these people. <laughs> but what was so good is simply... Get them out of here! Yeah. But I had no idea. I just cast yeah. them. But I think they were... When they came through the door, because it was a show that, you know, it was... You'd never seen it before, and yeah. that's not me bragging, as in just fact, as in like there mm. was not many shows on British TV that had an yeah. all black cast, which was sci fi. And so when they came through the door, they were so excited, so yeah. they very much treated it like it was their own. Yeah, and I think that was kind of and they really came and they had like a really young, fun energy, mm. so they really kind of brought that to the table. And so we all got Good. along, and we're still all friends now. No, I love that, and I'm glad you didn't. You know, get made to put a Z in the name. That's yeah. made me happy. <laughs> I that mean, made me really happy. Uh, I mean, it, it probably was talked about in the back room, <laughs> yeah. but they knew T-Y-M-E, I would have said no. Wasters. Oh god, don't even yeah, don't get no, me started. Sorry, sorry. It, okay. it, will, it probably will happen to another one of my shows at some point. <laughs> it probably will. When you're dealing with these channels and these execs, <laughs> exactly. Hey, hey. Oh my god. Uh, you know what? The thing is, I I, I say anything about uh, all of that stuff now because I know I'm never gonna. Um, be on TV so it doesn't really matter 
Oh, it, might, it might happen. Hey? It might happen. It might happen. It might happen. Who yeah, knows? The Corrin Show. The Corrin oh, Show. I would love that. Yeah, there you go. I would love a, the Corrin Show. <laughs> you know? It's it mostly me being like, so why why have glasses? <laughs> if, they're, if they're thinner, why are you paying more for them? There's less plastic. Let's bring on our special guest. <laughs> <laughs> the Chief Executive of Specsavers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, I that. Great. I that. And imagine the Chief Executive of Specsavers, but with Noriega as the second guest. But there we go. Oh, now we're be, mixing it up. You know what I mean? That would be my show. <laughs> what? What? So, uh, Chief Except. Uh, he would be like your live band. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, that yeah, would yeah. be so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nori. Oh, my days. <laughs> Imagine Nori just shouting at people. Oh, that'd be my dream. And then I could be like, we could be seriously talking about, uh, you know, um, you know, maybe the diminishing uh, eye care within the schools. Indeed. And then I'll be like, uh, right now, uh, Nori's going to do band from TV. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> I don't give a fuck what. Okay, so great. <laughs> there you go. There you go. This pitch is ready. There this you pitch go. is ready I've to all, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so and excited about that. Send. <laughs> send it. I had the email ready. I just hadn't sent it. But with you backing me, Daniel Lawrence Terry, that's actually down. He said he's, he's down to co exec. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, on, the other question for you before we go into another, another song and we get the first guest in. Um, so, you're obviously a very talented not just comedian that's over there on that, that strand that I'm doing with my hand mm-hmm. but you're a very talented and a very talented actor that's in the middle that's the middle strand cool. and then but you're a very talented writer I so what what do you like kind of prefer like doing or does it all tick different boxes for you? Uh, it kind I suppose it ticks different boxes yeah. I think um, definitely in like the last few years I've definitely been seen as more of a writer now do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I love I love it all, and then, yeah. and this year particularly, I think um, I've dedicated so much of the past two years to writing that yeah. I've realised because I really got a bug for it. But then I realised, oh, actually, I want to do some acting as well. Yeah. So I think that's kind of why I kind of write my own stuff, so I can spend several months writing it, crafting mm-hmm. it, and then getting on set yeah. and then being with other actors. Because I think the thing that I love most is just dicking around and playing dress up do you know what I mean and so I don't want to lose that side of me as well so they all Mm. kind of do like there's different 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 boxes do you ever get nervous then like say going on set and all the cameras are on you no no because I am to be fair I'm a show off so Mm. it kind of makes it you said "Mm," no no, not about you but about me no no you said it now you said it now Uh, no, but it's true. Yeah, you no, are quite no, sure. But yeah, to be yeah, fair, yeah. like, as just, just, just actors... Turn it, just turn it down a bit, okay? <laughs> just turn it down. But to be fair, like, as actors, like, we're all show-offs. Like, yeah. I got I got, uh, I got, got married recently. Congratulations. And, uh, thank you very much. And uh, another friend of mine who just got married, they were saying, oh, I was just so nervous. And weren't you nervous? I was like, what? Like, all those people in a room mm. looking specifically Captain at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And whatever I say, they're going to laugh and, yeah. and and cry at and whatnot. Great. Got yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like... Try some new material. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I, I wrote so much. I did a tight 50 minutes. <laughs> so I've got my next Edinburgh show. It's all sorted. But the fact that I just had a whole room of people <laughs> looking yeah, yeah, at yeah. me. I had this, like, wicked suit on. Oh, and yeah. like, you know. And, and my wife was there. <laughs> and it was just like... It was just like a... It was a great day. So, yeah. yeah. I, I, I love people looking at me that's my wow thing. no that, that's the only reason why I want to get married yeah yeah because I just want an I just want an audience yeah and a talk show yeah 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 and you know and I, then you can perform as well you can you can, can perform, perform whilst you're doing your first dance 
perfect. Mike in one hand, wife in the other. Oh my days! Do you know what I mean? That's what I want. There you go. And, and like then, I would like, I think Doc would be my best man. There you go. So his speech, you know, his speech is going to be perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, easy. It'll be part rap, yeah. part part like acted as well because he's a man of many many uh many what word am i looking for he's a man of many uh, it looks like you're juggling yeah, so no. i like it man of, I was circus say, skills yeah. not man of many balls he man does of... a great sore lady in half <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. They... uh he, where he's the lady and the and the sore I, and the guy I, i've actually heard about this yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he's it's... all three things and he's the box <laughs> i don't know how he does it I mean, that's doc though isn't it, it what a talented guy! What a talented guy! Um, but no, I, I, because I, I, I recently did my first ever extra, uh, well, like extended extra role. I've acted on all my music videos, but then I was cool. in this Sky TV show cool. um, called Cobra that came out recently. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and I was on set for like six hours, and uh, I, no, and I ate uh, six meals from catering, <laughs> uh, full, full meals because I, I love catering oh, yeah. so much. So I got paid to be there. It was great. There was like 300 extras. Um, and it was a big, you know, like scene, like a riot, a scene. Everyone's doing a, some guy was doing a rousing speech. There was loads of cameras. They had a fake moon. Like, you'd know about this stuff. Like, but they, they had like a, you know, like a huge lighting rig, but it was okay, to be okay. a moon, right? Yeah, so yeah, they spent yeah. a lot of money on this. Yeah, yeah. And um, the director picked me out and he was like, you, I've got a role for you. And I just was like, <laughs> I had the salmon, my meal number three in my mouth. I had this big old salmon with like the potatoes. Oh, it was good. Good catering. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like, me? What's, what's going on? And um, and yeah, he was like, yeah, we want you to, uh, you know, whilst the speech is there, there were some soldiers at the back. We want you to go over to the soldiers and, you know, act, act like there's a problem. And then, you know, be like, oh, actually, you're kind of cool. Um, you know, to take a selfie. So I was like, okay, this is it. I remembered uh, advice from my boy. Relax your arsehole. If you're on camera, just relax your arsehole. So I was there. I went in and it was a sick, I had three cameras on me. I was loving it. Took my selfie. And uh, yeah, it was it was brilliant. And then uh, when I watched nice. the final edit, all that was in there was me taking a selfie with the soldiers. <laughs> so, That's still a great moment though. Yeah. It was beautiful. There you go. You know, and the, the most power I felt being an actor, because I'm an actor now, Yeah, yeah of uh, course. in that whole situation was the fact that they wrote my name on the salmon that I'd half finished, <laughs> left it on the side, and it said, do not touch. That, actors actors salmon that's what we do it for that's what we do it for so this is a perfect time to wrap up uh, the show because we're done um, <laughs> to wrap up and play a song because I guess I like music um, and then we're going to go into having the first guest well I guess the second guest who knows um, the first guest Hannah Flint who is in the studio and this song is Khalid or do people say Khalid or Khalid I don't know I say Khalid yeah I say Khalid um, and it's called Eleven and I love this song so we'll be right back momentarily oh yeah oh yeah come my hell outside if you climb my car then we're here all night A couple blinds rolled and I got my windows down Said it's been a while since you've been this high If I'm the only one that you're choosing I your favorite drug you've been using I'm not 
Khalid. Mm-hmm. He's great. He's 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 brilliant. In fact, um, welcome back to Fubar Radio. I am Corin, aka the Last Skeptic, with my very special co-host Daniel Lawrence Taylor. Hey hey hey! And we have our first guest in the building. It's very exciting. This is one of my best friends in the universe. Aww. Oh yeah. Yep. Outside the universe, not so much. Inside <laughs> of the universe, you're yeah. dead. Yeah. You're, you're outside, dead. Don't dead. even talk to me outside of the universe. All right, Christian Bale. Calm yeah, down. True. Good point. Actually, <laughs> to the end of time. So we've got Hannah Flynn, who is freelance film critic, journalist, uh, wonderful human, like host. I mean, I've seen you host things and be absolutely amazing. Uh, you know, the, the great extractor of knowledge from film stars, celebrities, icons. I'm going to PayPal you £50 for this. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, it's, it's just imp- it's so impressive. Oh, thanks, mate. Uh, all in all. Uh, but outside the universe, not so much. Yeah, Inside of the dick. universe. <laughs> You're in. Fuck so, uh, Hannah, how are you? Yeah, really good, thank you. I've just come back from... Oh, God, it sounds so... I've just come back from LA. Oh, hello. Disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, it was good, actually. It was a holiday. Went to the desert. Wow. Yeah, I saw it. It looked absolutely amazing. Got some off-radio off, uh, stories to tell Great. you. Great. I'm excited to hear them all. <laughs> I'm excited to hear them all. Um, but I, I, I'm going to cut straight to the chase, yeah. I'll be honest. Um, I want to talk to you about Wolverine. Ooh. Oh, God. Are we talking about Henry Cavill? Yeah, because I've seen you talking about it and, like... Are you an MCU fan? DLT? Uh, certain films. Okay, alright. See, we're big, big MCU nerds. Yeah, oh, so okay, basically, okay. Karen comes, every time I get a Marvel screen in, he always comes to it with me. Yeah. It's our thing. We get a yeah. photo booth photo. Every single time. Every single time. Yeah. Oh, wow, okay. Uh, I'm a big fan. So you're, you're not a big fan of Henry Cavill potentially being Wolverine? No. Look. Right. Okay, <laughs> Let me just build up to this. Hugh Jackman, obviously, is an iconic Wolverine. Yeah. He's been in for ages. But he was too uh-huh. tall. Right? right. I right. mean, no one's going to be like five three Wolverine. Tom Cruise, I think, is ready. He's waiting for your he call. Is, <laughs> but he's, uh, he has enough franchises under his belt. Yeah, true, true, true. Um, But I think with Henry Cavill, um, he's like what six foot something. No, I heard he was. Uh, he's the same height as Hugh Jackman. People have been saying. Yeah, but Hugh Jackman was also too tall. No way. So wait, how t- how tall's like, Huey Huey J? Well. I think he's like 5'10", 6 foot or something. But if it's Ooh. Wolverine... Well, you know when they originally thought about Wolverine, they were yeah. going to cast um, Bob Hoskins. What? what? Yeah, back in the day, he was that one of the is, people under consideration. I wish I had a horn here to... <laughs> Exclusive! Yeah. Wait, how long ago was this? Yeah. This is, I mean, you have to think about it. When was the first X-Men film? Like 2000? So this is like yeah. over 20 years ago. Bob Hoskins is Wolverine! Yeah. Yeah. Danny DeVito as Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I would pay Bob Hoskins as Sabretooth. People are saying that. People have been saying it. But I think Wolverine is a short king. And I feel like yeah. there's plenty of short actors out there who deserve... You know, I'm, I'm not saying like a five... Uh, yeah. Getting a five at three person uh-huh. seems pretty unrealistic. But, you know, yeah. Dave Franco is an option. I quite he's like not ru- him. He, I like him, but he's not rugged enough. Yeah, but you say that. But Hugh Jackman, before he did Wolverine, like yeah. he did musicals. He was like a state mm-hmm. theatre geek. So, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. if you're a good actor, you lose yourself in the role. So, what a, sorry. Sorry, sorry. So Wolverine in the comic books, it, yeah. it, is that part of his story that he's... Sh- he's really, sure. He can't reach high shelves. He's just like that's a yeah. big part of yeah. his story. Oh, is it? Ah, yeah, see, Wolverine. Okay. He will kill anybody, but if there's some stuff on a high I, shelf, uh, no, yeah. he's not getting it. No. Yeah, see, they didn't capture that. That's why you like yeah. Jean yeah. Grey because she was tall. It's she like, could just get anything. Could gra- yeah, yeah. And yeah. And that, so when there was a supervillain hiding on the top shelf, she'd be she'd she'd get it for him. She'd kind of bend over and then she he'd jump on her back and be like, yeah. No, I'm not a big fan. Also, I feel like. Henry Cavill's already done Superman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's doing The Witcher. Mm-hmm. I just think, don't be greedy. 
Yeah, I guess so. There are plenty of actors out there who could do this. I mean, I, I know a lot. If I have to, I'll do it. You know what? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. because his acting career, I heard you speaking earlier yeah, about yeah. his Cobra. Yeah, Cobra mm-hmm. debut. Appearance, yeah. Debut. Mm. So, you know what, mate? It's going to be a while before Kevin Feige pulls the trigger on bringing X-Men I might, into I might it. Call, I might call Kev. Give him a call yeah. and just see what he says. I've got time to take a good couple of inches out of my leg to shorten. Yeah, mm. you've got uh, if yeah, it's yeah. If it's for but the But he's, like, role, a cr- he's like a, he like crouches over, he's isn't he? He's a bit like this. He's a bit hunchy. So Maybe my nan could play him. Oh, okay. Yeah, what is she she's, up to? she's a bit hunchy. What is she up to? Um, I think wow, called on your nan. No, but shout out her. She's repping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think she's just. I think she's waiting for the call from Figs. Cool. Um, so, all right. So, we, before <laughs> because we're gonna we've got loads of time, but I don't I don't want to you know um, talk your ear off about things when I need to also be promoting things for you. Oh, yeah. Tell me about the first film club. The first film club. It is this event series that I set up with two other brilliant women in film, mm-hmm. um, Natalie and Tolu, and it's about um, we host these events that champion the diverse film community but specifically directorial debuts so mm-hmm. our thing is we partner an established filmmaker mm-hmm. um, screen their directorial debut yeah. and then pair them with an emerging filmmaker who's just done a short film who hasn't done a feature yet mm-hmm. um, and um, it doesn't have to be their first feature but you know they haven't um, it doesn't have to be their first short film but you know they haven't got to that level of making a feature mm-hmm. um, so our first event we did with Mike Lee last year Amazing. we screened wow. Bleak Moments starting big I yeah. know right yeah, he was. That was really cool. Like he did do the right thing, right? <laughs> Come <laughs> on, it was there. That was just. It was such a good right. joke. <laughs> <laughs> so we got another song now. Uh. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, I'm trying to imagine what a Mike Lee do the right thing would actually that would be. be. Yeah. It would be so oh, dark. Can that. you imagine? I would love to see Honestly, that. Yeah. Well, you know what? Hollywood likes to remake things, so maybe. I, great. Get him in. Get him, Get him in. in. I also want to know what his version of because uh, obviously the Spizikes, the Nikes came out. What would the Mike Lee Nikes be yeah. like? That's what I want to know. Sorry. Okay. Carry on. Um, yeah, we do with Amritanti. Uh, our next one. That was but, an amazing one. Oh, cool. I came yeah. down to that. It was so much fun. That was oh, sick. Wow. I mean, fun. It was very dark film. But oh yeah. It was, it was well, this is a great thing. experience. It's lovely to hear her talk. Both films have been like the main. Fe- have been quite bleak, quite dark. So actually, our next one we've got mm. Gurinda Chard. Yeah. We're screening Barge on the Beach, a yep. 1993 directorial debut. Never seen that. Oh, cool. Yeah, no. Like this is the thing. It's been so interesting to discover kind yeah. of where filmmakers start. And mm. um, this one is a fa- it was written by Mira Seal. Oh, okay. Sick. So um, and it's um, super that- early on. I guess in her career, must have been. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, God, I mean, think where Mira's come, like, mm. gone on to now. Yeah. I mean, I think my first introduction of Mira was Goodness Gracious Me, yeah. which was I, like... I remember from uh, The Real McCoy, which oh, was yeah. just before Goodness of Gracious course. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, Barge on the Beach is about these Indian women of different generations and mm-hmm. from Birmingham, and they go to the seaside Blackpool for a day, yeah. escaping the men in their lives, and it's kind yeah. of this comedy about... You know, how they have different views and the modern and the tradition coming together, yeah. but all in the end, you know, come to a point of like solidarity and mm. appreciation of each other. So yeah. that's um, so that's the main feature. Amazing. And Gorinda's going to be there. Yeah. Yay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Q&A. And we are really happy to have um, he, uh, Film London does this Lodestar 2020, which <clears> celebrates <throat> emerging filmmakers. I was actually on a jury this year, which oh, was really we. cool. So I watched a lot of short films. It was great because I was like, right, who do I want next for Film Club? Mm-hmm. And we got Toby Fell Holden, who directed this 
amazing short called Balcony mm -hmm. and it's about um, a local white girl on the state who falls in love with an immigrant girl as a subject yeah. of like kind of racism and discrimination mm -hmm. so we're showing them we'll show the short film then we'll show the main feature yeah. and then both Toby and Gurinder are going to join me for a Q&A afterwards um, and we're going to do networking drinks after Sick. that as well yeah. um, and it's at uh, the Ritzy in Brixton and what date is it? March 12th Thursday it's a Thursday. Yes. Yep. Uh, it starts at 7.30. Yeah. Um, get that early. It's a pitch house, so you can get tickets online. I think the lovely producers here are going to send a link at some Great. point. So if you want to check FUBAR's um, social account. But yeah, yeah, no, it should be really good. Um, Great. It's so good to like... You know, celebrate all these emerging yeah. filmmakers because you know what I think about is when do you, where do you see short films? Mm, where do you yeah. see people coming out? It's always yeah. you know I don't really get to write about it that much because mm. it's all feature led. So it's been really lovely to champion like new voices, mm -hmm. especially from backgrounds where you know that obviously there's not always the opportunity there yeah. to get. And also, I mean, partnering with like these amazing filmmakers. Yeah. So of course, so, of yeah. course, no, that's well exciting. So come I'm on really down, excited. come yeah, on I'm down. I'm there, I'm there already. Yeah, you've already got I'm it. Already like, there. <laughs> so I'm guaranteed one seat. Yeah, I'm well excited to be there. Um, no, I'm really hyped. And so, okay, so I want to talk to you about something cutting oh, deep. I, yeah. Because well, I want to talk to you about Polanski. Oh. Because um, it's obviously. Uh, I just don't understand how it's still happening. How is he still getting awards? Um, because all of, loads of people just do lip service to Me Too and all that. They don't yeah. actually care. And I feel like actually him. So we're talking about the Caesars and the Caesars Award, and he got Best Director. Mm. Um, what was he getting Best Director for? Was it like an uh, like a, uh, a legacy award? No, it was his. Oh, what was the name? His oh God, the name of his film is called J'accuse, oh. right? And it's basically like a biopic about this French, you know, soldier or something back in a day, and maybe like I can't remember what period it's, but a while ago. You know, maybe a Napoleonic period, I think. Right. I've been trying to stay away from this film a lot, so mm. I don't yeah. want to... But basically, he gets accused and tried for treason for a crime he didn't commit. Mm. And you know what, Polanski? Mm. Don't try and compare it to yourself, because you did commit a crime, mm. you were convicted, Multiple. and you pissed off yeah. before you actually Crimes. got... And that's what people forget. Yeah. There's such a gap between what... You know, this is 50 years ago or something. Yeah. He was convicted of child assault like he raped a 13 year old mm -hmm. he didn't just rape her he drugged her as well mm -hmm. right and you can do this whole thing where it's like oh it's a different time oh so and so did that right fine but this guy you know we all talk about like you know trial by social media this guy had a trial mm -hmm. he yeah. was convicted yeah. he's yeah. guilty and he fled the country yeah. and the fact that he just goes to France and he's like opened on because they have a far more lax you know so what, kind of what, have the um, award ceremony said anything about it well originally actually I think when there was a complaint that he because his film got nominated I think like 12 nominations right and I think there was a massive open letter written by people from the film community in France yeah. like opposing it you know there was protests outside the awards yeah. and actually the entire board um, quit like resigned because of it but obviously they'd already done the awards yeah, nomination and then uh, you saw um, obviously you know Portrait of a Lady on Fire which is an amazing movie that you should all go see I'm, and support I'm instead I'm desperate to go see that yeah. uh, Celine Sciamma directed it and it had um, uh, Adele Hanel and she used to, you've probably seen her she was the one who walked out yeah. she was on Focus On but Celine followed and then um, Noemi who was I can't remember second name but she also walked out they were both the two lead stars of the film mm. and you just think like how is this film by 
not just someone who is a convicted rapist, but also there's been, over the years, several sexual assault allegations made against him by mm-hmm. plenty of women, yeah. underage women who, felt, who, felt, who accused yeah. him of this. So it's like, what are we really saying? We don't really care that much. You know, one yeah. week we've got Weinstein actually getting sentenced, yeah. well, not sentenced yet, but going to jail yeah. and actually been convicted, and it feels like a win. And then, you know, across the pond, you've got Roman Polanski winning an yeah. award. Well, you it's clearly because Weinstein is a sacrificial lamb to, like, a you know... A, this 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 because thing it's recent, yeah. though. and people and look also because they accuse the woman who was the 13 year old she's like oh i'm over i'm of course it's like cool but he's mm, still yeah. this is we're talking about every, the whole thing about me too it's like you know i'm so bored of people saying oh men are just getting accused and there's no you know there's no judicial system not going through it. it's like well mm. he he did and we're he's trying not, everyone's yeah. trying <laughs> and look and look I, you know I'm, it's hard isn't it because again I didn't even know about the Polanski allegations until hmm. maybe like five years ago or something yeah, yeah. and I remember when I was first starting out um, as a film critic I r- reviewed Carnage which was directed by him and starred Kate Winslet Christoph Waltz at the time mm. I was actually totally unaware of like the allegations Mm. And I now I still have this residual guilt of posting mm. this like actual review about it. But since yeah. then, I just refused. You know, I can't yeah, watch films in a vacuum. Yeah. And I think too many people have had uh, you know debates where it's like separate the art yeah. versus the artist. It's like you know, what? Has, has anyone uh, like that that's been in his films spoken like Kate Winslet? Anybody spoken out a kind of about it? I think Kate Winslet's spoken out by Woody Allen and stuff. But I think people don't. Sometimes I don't think people actually ask the question. If you think about who is. Yeah. Who is starring his movies? The only person who's recently spoke about it and actually defended him was, um, which is so frustrating, um, Evergreen. Oh, no she's, way. She's starred in some recent film of, of oh. his. So, yeah, it's like, you know, when you're faves. Yeah. But, you know. But the thing is, cancel culture, everyone talks about it, doesn't actually exist outside of Twitter. No. Do you know what I, I mean? Like, I no one cares. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no anyway, I, um, it's just a shame, really, isn't it? And I suppose maybe because of the actual kind of walkout by Adele and then, mm. you know, the kind of big conversation around it, maybe yeah. his career's up, but it just feels like he... I don't... Yeah, I don't think it... I don't think it, it will be. Because so. yeah, people it, don't care Yeah, that much. that's yeah. the thing. People forget like, very quickly. Oh, massively. I think um, I think if you get to, like, a celebrity status, you're instantly treated... Well, to be fair, it's not actually just celebrities, actually. It's just it's just reoccurring in our mm-hmm. culture again and again and again where people just get away with it. But yeah. also white men get away from it oh, much yeah. more. Oh, yeah. Because Definitely. if you think about... Compare that to Nate Parker. Now, don't... Uh, Nate Parker directed Birth of a Nation. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. And that was, like, tipped for, like... A, I think it... At, I think it uh, screened at Sundance and it was like the biggest payout to buy this movie in right. his records or something. And then obviously there was that kind of whole court case reemerged about how he and his co-writer were accused of rape. The woman committed, the woman involved with committed suicide. Mm. Um, but, you know, and I'm not saying that Nate Parker is, in, you know, innocent or guilty in that situation, but it's interesting to see how his career was mm. like done. Yeah. But then you have someone like Brian Singer, who has had constant yeah. news articles about this whole <coughs> accused of this child paedophile mm. ring in Hollywood. And then he's out there directing Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, and then no, he was going to do Red no. Sonja until, like, thank God, like, you know, they got rid of him. Yeah. But it's just, yeah. there seems to be this where I think a lot of people of colour, especially in this issue, yeah. in this issue, yeah. get harsher treatment. Well, it's funny as well, like when Weinstein, when all those women came forward and then when Lapita came forward, all of a sudden he oh, was like, so, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. And it was like, oh, because you're a black woman so your voice doesn't matter so yeah. I can actually 
actually. He only spoke out against um, women of colour. Yeah. yeah. I think Salma Hayek, you also complained oh, about yeah, that. Oh, yeah, of course, as well. of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn That's it. Running thing. Oh, uh, that thing. weird stuff that came out like last week about him being hideously scarred and not having balls, uh, that was freaking. <laughs> Oh my god! I just didn't. I kept trying to look because obviously, you know, if if I drive past a car crash, I've got to stare at it. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I was trying to find more information about it, but there just wasn't. I it just you were said pictures. Though, yeah, I was like, I was looking for pictures, yeah, yeah. Google but, images. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. it. But I just couldn't. Like that is so freaky because it's just it, he is a monster. But you know yeah. what's also interesting about that? Like he fits. He fits the role. He fits yeah. the part. Right. He's not an attractive man. So it's easy for people to say, oh, yeah, Weinstein. Yeah, totally can tell. Yeah. If you compare that to, I suppose, like, better looking people, people uh-huh. are like, well, why do they need to? Yeah, you know? you're right, and actually. It's, you're it's, right. We all, if they fit the bill of, of kind Let of like what we handsome. expect. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, like, you know, I'm not saying the same thing, but, you know, with Johnny Depp yeah. or James <coughs> Franco and stuff mm. like that, you know, people, or even yeah. Ed Westwick. I mean, these were all accused. Obviously, there's nothing been um, gone forward on it, but... You know, people are more willing to forgive celebrities they fancy than the ones they don't. And yeah. Harvey Weinstein was, an easy, in a way, the easiest of target. Mm. Yeah. Even like, you know, I, you know, I won't speak about it too much, but even the, like the slow tie stuff that happened, seeing girls just being like, well, I just let him do that to me. And like mm. all of this stuff mm. is so scary. Mm. Wow, wow, wow. Um, Same with R. Kelly, though. Do you remember how many people uh, defended yeah. him? And yeah. it's like... And ugh, still continue still to. Still do. I mean, yeah, it's mad. Yeah. It's mad. Um, but yeah, so, okay. So before, because I, I think we have to so go. So to sum it up, fuck Polanski. Oh, yeah, yeah, Fair yeah, play. Yeah, 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 yeah. But cool. not literally. <laughs> no. Okay, good. Um, and is there, before we go, because you, I, I completely didn't ask you, but you went to see uh, Onward? I did. Okay, how was that? Uh, yeah, it's really fun, actually. Onward is a new Disney Pixar animation. Yeah. Um, and it stars, um, I feel like now, once you've been in a Marvel movie, you're pretty much like signed on to do every voiceover thing. So basically, Chris yeah. Pratt and Tom Holland oh, play. It's set in a world. Two of my favourite Chris's and Tom's. <laughs> <laughs> actually, Chris Pratt is my least favourite Chris of all the Hollywood oh, Chris's. Oh, really? Okay. Mm. Huh. He, he hunts. Okay. He's a hunter. Oh, yeah. Um, no. He also goes to a very dodgy Christian church. Oh, oh yeah. I've heard oh, this. Right, well. yeah. But, you know. And Christian is my least favorite Christian. Which one? Christian. <laughs> it was a terrible joke. We can move, we oh, can I move, love uh, your dad jokes. Anyway, forward. Onward's great. It's about <laughs> these two forward. brothers in a world where they're mythical creatures, but <laughs> because of technology, they no longer yeah. need magic. They go on a quest to try and find the yeah. spell so they can see their dead dad for one day. So it's Disney, oh, so you've got wow. to have a dead parent, oh, no, right? I'm already crying. Yeah, yeah, it's actually really funny and cute. And then Octavia Spencer voices um, a manticore, which is great. Oh, and wow. Julie Louis-Dreyfus plays their mum. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it is very... I weeped. Actually, I saw three movies yesterday and I cried at each one. But I'm also ah. on my period, so maybe... Fair play. So <laughs> no. what, what, were the, what were the other two? I saw the photograph. Don't which is written directed by Stella Meggy, and uh-huh. it starts Issa Rae and Lakeith Stanfield. Lakeith Stanfield, yeah, I think he might be oh, my favorite actor of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lakeith Stanfield brilliant. is like crazy hot. Like he went from this quite lanky kind of figure in Atlanta, <laughs> and Atlanta, now he's like yeah. filled up. I'm like, damn, yeah. Lakeith. Yeah, and he he makes really good choices of yeah. stuff that he does. He really he's does. Yeah. Everything is great. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, fan casting Lakeith Stanfield in the MCU. Who would he be? Oh, mm. Wolverine. Yeah, Wolverine. <laughs> no. Um, you know what? I know it would be a change, but can't you just see him as Gambit? 
Yeah. Oh, okay. I'd love him as Gambit. Oh, yeah. He'd be very, because I feel like he's got a bit of a drawl and I think he could do it and he's kind of sexy. <laughs> yeah. And I want to see him with like, you know how like Gambit wears that in the comic books? Oh my God. That yeah. Can yeah. you imagine? Perfect as Gambit. Like he would be perfect because yeah. he's even got the southern drawl. No, he's French though. Gambit's French. But he could do the, you know, he could do that. He could do it. French thing. Yeah. And for for She-Hulk, I really, I know I saw you. I, I'm against Elizabeth Debicki because she was already in MC and I don't like the recasting, even though she would be great at it. I, but for She-Hulk, I wanted um, what's her face from Glow. Uh, no, not no, no, not, not Alison Brie. Good, I was about to literally. <laughs> no, <start> not <laughs> Alison Brie. The other one, the blonde one. Oh, uh, the blonde one. Yeah, I think she's really good. I, I rate her. I think she would be a, an amazing She-Hulk. Maybe, maybe. But um, but yeah. So, but yeah, I I think. Why I don't you add it onto the call with Kevin Feige? Yeah, the Feigster. So okay. can you just make notes? So we want Lakeith Stanfield for Gambit. Gambit, yeah. Who do you want as Rogue? Sorry, this is really cut. No, 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 I'm, no, I'm learning quite a lot. Who do I want as Rogue? Because Rogue was... I've never fancied a cartoon in my life. <laughs> but Rogue in the X-Men cartoon... Oh, mate. That was like... I mean, did you not watch her. the X-Men animated series on a Saturday morning? I actually used to watch that. That's yeah. why I know all these characters. Oh, my days. Well, look, we've, we've got to wrap it up because oh, we've got Spider-Man? the next wonderful guest Sorry. in the studio. So um, thank you so much, Hannah Flint, for Thanks coming so down. Thanks so much. Film much off. Make sure you go to that. And I'm going to play my favourite tune right now, which is Dr. Birds by Griselda. Shout out Pete Butcher on the beat. Radio presents Harriet Rose. Misunderstood her in the building, yo, Jeff yo, yo, Stefan. Yo, yo, yo. How you doing, guys? Good, thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas <laughs> and a happy <laughs> new year. Yes. Let's start with X Factor. That was incredible. We met Beyonce, like it was Beyonce. like the biggest thing yeah, ever. Yeah, she she was like, I love your energy, and she hadn't even heard any of our music. Yeah. yeah. The one thing that was mind blowing though is that when we did meet her, she was like, Hi, I'm Beyonce. And we were like, Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. We know. Thanks. Well, no. Yeah. You were like, Sorry, what? <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> oh, that's a nice name. Yeah. Remind yeah. me again. Cinderella. Remind me again who you are. <laughs> it was nice Crazy. to meet you, Beyonce. Beyonce. Harriet Rose. Every Thursday from 4 p.m. Fubar Radio. Oh yeah, we're back. This is Fubar Radio. I'm Corin the Last Skeptic, and this is my takeover with Daniel Lawrence Taylor. Yo, I'm out of breath because I had a super danger wee. You know, one of those <laughs> ones where you're like, I'm gonna have to get this out, and then like Matt Wills was in there too, so we have having to have a chat. But I can't piss next to people I know. I oh, get really? super super stage fright. Oh, okay, <laughs> I can't okay. do it. So I have to go in the cubicle. I can't go in the fucking uh, the urination device, whatever you call <laughs> yeah, it. Device. The device. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. receptor. Yeah, yeah, okay. Of my urine. <laughs> So I have to go next door, and then Matt Wills is like having a nice chat, and I'm like, I love him. He's he's listening now, yeah. and uh, and I was like, oh, what if I can't? What if the flow can't go? You know, <laughs> but it did. L- luckily yeah. I carry with me a, a squirty bottle of water, okay, so I can fake wee, you know, <laughs> mm. at all times. Well, well, so we've got a second guest in the building. What a great introduction! Yeah, I was gonna say that was that was that was the weirdest introduction I've ever had. <laughs> uh, it's great. This is what I try, I, I try and get no, people like to that. say that all the time. Big Heath, welcome to the Yo, studio. Thank you for having me on, guys. Yeah, yeah, thank you for having me on. Thank you for having me. Absolute pleasure to have you. So I've, you know, I'm a fan. Uh, I, I briefly met you uh, on another radio station when I was about to guest, and you just come off. And, mm. and, and since then, I'd, I've been listening to your records. Uh, and the thing that I like most is that you're a fan of rap. Oh, mate, that's, that's 
My love and my main passion in life, yeah. bro. That's what I live for, man. But you can really hear it in your bars as well. Thank you, bro. Because you can tell you're, you know, you, like, younger people. I hate saying younger people, bro, because I am older. <laughs> I'm 34. you got that age, bro. you got to admit it now. I know. Um, but, like, a lot of people don't necessarily look back. At, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that's no, through no fault of their mm. own. It's just that it's not necessarily, necessarily pushed upon them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I can tell that you love it. Love me, it's that's all that's I do. Great, I love it. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I feel, bro. Like pe- people always ask me, like, why? But I think the main reason why I'm such a fan of old school rap yeah. is I'm not from London, yeah. so I was never really up to date with what was hot on the streets here. Yeah. So I always used to like find myself rap. Mm. So then, like when I first started listening, obviously it was Biggie and Pac, obviously yeah, at the start, course, course, and then yeah. you just kind of divert Wu Tang. Yeah. Then I got to like Master Race, and yeah. then I got to like Big L, Big Pun, and then you find yourself ten years deep listening to music that none of your mates <laughs> in London even know what it's about. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. mate, I love like it's my love. Who who was the first one that I mean? I'm sure you get asked this all the time, but who was the first one that you listened to? And that's it. I've got to do this. I have Kanye. To. Wow, mm, which, yeah. is, which is weird, but for me it was mainly. His confidence and oh, like his self belief. Mm. I I know now I can swear in it. Yeah, of course. He's a fucking idiot. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I think he gets branded in a weird way, and I think people mm. love to say he's idiot. Blah blah blah. But yeah. if you actually think about like his old albums, are just oh my god, mm. and all his guest verses, yes. bro. Yeah. And the guy, I used to be, you know, what's weird? Yeah, I used to be a bit embarrassed when people said mm. like, "Who's your top five yeah. rappers?" I think Kanye. What well, Kanye? I was like, bro, like, don't just don't just because he makes banging beats. The guy is a cold spitter. Yeah. Like he says stuff. He does that thing like Drake, where he says the most simple stuff, but yeah. like people don't say. Like he says something, and you're like, why didn't I say that? Like, it's so simple, <laughs> oh, no, but it's, no. it's it's that down to earthness he has. But at the same yeah. time, he's so egotistical that it kind of matches. Oh, so it's crazy! Well. Do you have a favorite guest verse of his? Because I know like wow, uh, wouldn't get far on the game uh, is one of one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, st- um, Still Dreaming on Nas's yeah. album, um, 88 Keys. Uh, he did a tune of 88 Keys that was fucking ridiculous. Like, his you know, f- guest first is a crazy... This is, okay, this is, this, is, this, is, this is a real left-field answer. Okay, go on. <laughs> okay, I'm into it already. This is T-Pain okay. and Akon yeah. Flight School. I don't even Not know. Not many men have heard that song. Yeah, I don't even know that one. Bro, okay, I'll go this back. is a gift from me to you. Okay, thank you. What, Kanye's this. on that? Bro, Kanye's verse in that is okay. in, this is a joke story for you. This, okay. this, is why, this is why it came to my mind. Yeah. When I was in English in year nine, yeah. we had to write a poem. Okay, I love this. And I left it I late it. and I didn't do any homework. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. I'm just going to steal a Kanye verse. <laughs> you stole it. Bro, you stole it. Bro, this, this verse in this song is yeah. like the most, it is very poetic in what right. it says. Flight School, T-Pain and Kanye, the verse he says on that is incredible. And it's wow. mad. I think yeah. he was meant to be on 808 Heartbreak. It's got like a really auto-tuny sound. Right. But I don't think it made the cut. So yeah. no, no one ever really heard it. Yeah. And I heard it one day. I was like, trying to take me to flight school. And I was like, whoa. It's the, and I love T-Pain as well. Oh, so they're like my wow. two favorites. So anyway, yeah. You know, because I think Kanye is one of the few people. That, cause growing up, DMX was the guy that mm. it, I couldn't wait for a DMX guest verse and I would yeah. get so excited if he was guesting on the tune and there's not many people uh, today that I get super excited if yeah, they're yeah, a yeah. feature uh, mm-hmm. Giggs is one of them mm-hmm. I get yeah, so excited yeah, yeah. if I know he's on a yeah, tune facts. I'm waiting I'm like yeah. oh yeah, my that's, god that's <laughs> mad you say Step that I was, I was saying last week I'm not a big Giggs fan of his own on his features right. I think he's sick mm-hmm. his, the way he just jumps in on a tune oh, and like his I get voice. goosebumps mm-hmm. everything is, is perfect mm-hmm. but I think Kanye is another one of those yeah, people man. that when he's guesting on something mm-hmm. oh come on yeah, like yeah, even yeah, the yeah, Brandy yeah, tune yeah, I was yeah, listening yeah. to the other day uh, that classic and his beats and everything oh. 
I've got one more. Sorry. Go on, no, I, I want to know. More. I love, I love Here's another amazing verse. This is, I mean, at the time, it was a real <laughs> pop song. You know, is it Kerry Hilson? Knock you down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Knock you down. The verse yeah, yeah, yeah. of that was yeah, sick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, what do you think I'm rap for? The bad fucking rap for? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sick. That's sick. That's sick. <laughs> so, you, um, so, obviously, you've got a brand new banger. Thank models, you, bro. Yeah, man. Uh, which is very dope. And the artwork has a lot of barsmen. Yep. Uh, big, yep, yep, big yep, L, yep, yep, yep. big David Attenborough. You got some serious barsman uh, you, pictures bro. on the wall. Mm, um, so I've written here. You were so techy with the double time on the song. Mm. What double time spitting MCs from the golden era did you grow up listening to? Okay. Wow, you guys, this is some great questions, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I, love you know, I put them in because she, you know, uh, not the producer sent in some things. And I, I, I love, said, no, this is what I wrote. Yeah, I wanted. I to. love questions that actually make me learn about my think about myself. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, uh, I remember the first studio I ever went to. I was like year seven, and the mm. guy was I can't remember the, the, the studio name. He played me. Is it the True Fushniks? I am a what? Oh Look, yeah, yeah, yeah Fushnikins. Yeah, And I was like, crazy, bro. I just couldn't like wrap my head around it. I was like, because I get it. He's not a lyrical man. Mm. But the flow was like early drum and oh, bass. It was like ridiculous. And then Buster Rhymes, I, mm. I, you know what? I've only started listening to the last two years. I know it sounds mad, but like probably Buster's, I mean, one of the best. But it's got to be like the best double timer. Yeah. Twister. Twister. Uh, on, so you're very yeah. Kanye Mate. twisted like Twist. that. That yeah, sound, yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, Twister's amazing. album is. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, his flow is mad. Yeah, crazy. Do you remember when you were talking about DMX or so mm. that whole Rough Rider crew? Yeah. Do you remember Dragon? Dragon, motherfucker. Yeah, he yeah. was wicked for that. I like, don't know who that is. Yeah, oh, Dragon. Yeah. Go back and listen to Dragon. Yeah, uh, maybe brilliant. not anything he's put out in the past 15 years. But no, 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 no. Just then, that first album. Yeah, the first yeah, yeah. album and that's, and that's it. And then he does wicked features. Him he and did. Eve used to do features yeah. together. What? And that I've was not good. heard of this brother. Dragon. Oh, yeah, he was Drag good. Yeah, he was good. On. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my favourites were Bone Fogs and Harmony. Okay, sorry. Yeah, because they're listening back to them and someone like, I was hearing about an engineer saying they recorded like over a hundred tracks of takes of just where they're dead up for dead I was yeah, like ah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, actually you know what that's, that's true actually bone fuck me me at the grass his yeah. flow is like yeah the, they were so good yeah. man like, <laughs> absolutely mental beautiful at the same time as well like, yeah probably beautiful and probably the last five years mm. my favourite rapper alive go on Freddie Gibbs Freddie Gibbs is great I love man. Freddie Gibbs man and I think like yeah. he he does Double time in a weird way. He kind of does mm. it like like one and a half. He kind of does it like <laughs> it's quick, <laughs> but it's but it's not like one forty double time. It's yeah. like he's so clear. Mm. Like you, he's still so lyrical with it. So for me, like Gibbs, the last five years has yeah. properly got me naturally into that quick flow. But of I, I, I don't normally do it though. Yeah. It was just a beat, the, the bro. The, the beat we're making in the studio. I was like, yeah. I really want to like. But it came naturally. To yeah, you. man, yeah. bro, one one thousand percent. But yeah. I couldn't. So I wrote the first verse like six months ago. Right. I couldn't find the second verse I just couldn't catch the beat yeah, I couldn't happens. do the double time right and I was like every time I kept forcing double time it was shit yeah. like you can tell when it's forced it's yeah, just like of course, of someone's course. just doing that quick throw for the sake of doing it yeah. and then one day I was just really I think I was like really drunk or something or ill or something it was, I, I was yeah. in some weird mode and then the beat come on in it and I started going and I was like there we go it happens <laughs> so because I don't know is. if you find this with writing and if you're the same with like script writing and stuff but like when sometimes you can't you can't put it into words, but it just appears mm. in your head. Thousand percent, bro. Like, mm. and you could just be out in the middle of nowhere. You could be bro. buying milk mm. or my, something. My best bars are wrote on the train back home. Really? Thousand percent. Yeah. Because you, you always think if you overthink stuff. So the first time you hear a beat is your mm. best flow ever. So yeah, I, I, definitely. I, I always record. I learned that from Kanye. Yeah. He he when he was making late registration, he he 
going to the booth yeah. and just record sounds. Even if it weren't noise, like, yeah. and then he put in the words to that. Yeah. Oh, wow. So then I was like, wow, that's how you do it. Because sometimes, again, you can feel when someone, when, if you listen to a beat mm. 20 times and then you try to write to it, you're just bored no. of it, isn't it? No. Like, yeah, it, definitely. It's it, it, it not got that buzz. It's the same also when I'm making beats as well. Like, even last night, I, I know now that if I make a beat and I'll do everything in five minutes and then I get sick of it, I've got to turn it off and mm. close the laptop. One throw the laptop bro, out the window. 1,000%. Set fire to the house. 1,000%. <laughs> out. 1,000%. Because <laughs> you know you're just, you can't force it. Nah, you have bro. to let it all happen. And I've been out uh, from a last album. There was a song that, that I wrote so quickly because I was out in a, in a club I got really pissed off about something. I came home at 4 a.m., made the beat in 20 minutes, wrote yeah. the, all the lyrics, mm. and then I was asleep by six. Yeah. And then that was it. I was mm, like, bro, because it just hap it happens. happens, mate. It happens. You can't. It's like being sick. Yeah. <laughs> but but I think like when I was younger, I put the same as you. Like when when you when when you start doing it and you get writer's block or whatever, yeah. and you force yourself, you start doubting yourself, mm. and you're like, shit, like yeah. just I, I lost it. I'm like yeah, yeah. But then now mm. I get it. It's just part of it. Like yeah. you might have literally two months of not being able to write anything yeah. good so and what then, do you do in that time frame then <laughs> a lot of weird stuff yeah. <laughs> uh, what do Train I do watching. yeah nah I rate it mate, I rate it weirder stuff than that um, one I love Xbox okay I'm a big yeah. <laughs> yeah. Grand Theft Auto man <laughs> okay okay I love okay. GTA um, but yeah but I think Music wise, in them two months when you, when you know you can't write, mate. Like in this yeah. in this day and age, you can always be doing something, mate, to like yeah, yeah. plan maybe like a freestyle video. Like maybe you can think about what you can do when you got the bars or like. Mm -hmm. But there's always like there's always stuff to do in it. Yeah, it's true. I always go into like <laughs> admin mode if yeah, I can't exactly, write. Exactly, exactly. I'll just exactly. put something out or yeah, like you know exactly. something like that. But annoyingly, we don't have a ridiculous amount of time. I'm getting the message on the thing, so I want you to well like, the other things. To, on, wait, bro. okay, super swift ones. These are my questions, on, so bro. I'm just gonna. Your video is a mad cinematic. How important is it to make the visuals look like films? I, I'm good at writing questions. <laughs> that means, man. You are yeah, good. but that's, that's, You're good. that's a bloody good question. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, me and my best friend, shall Henry, direct them all. Big up Henry. Since, he's smashing mate, it. He's a fucking legend, man. He's getting the lighting right. Bro, he's fine. Oh, well, that's like the team as well, isn't it? Oh. Okay, that whole team. I'm like, fine. fine. But, um, but yeah, man, uh, me and Henry, we've been working, to, we've been working <laughs> each other since we were working on the punts as Cambridge boys, since we were like yeah. 15. Wow. So we've been working together for mate, nearly 10 years now. And just like, yeah, bro, it's obviously so important to get uh, the visuals right. But mm. one thing I actually want to do this year, I know it's actually what you said that I want to make one that's a bit more raw okay. and not okay. as cinema and not as clean right, one okay. that feels like it's like like how I used to be when I was 18 okay. like I do kind of miss that yeah. not like New York grit but yeah, like yeah, yeah. just something that's a bit more okay. dizzy rascal right I've got you like I've a bit you. more like Hand handheld yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but, but okay. um, yeah man it's so important, so important and then my follow up to that is if you could reenact one film <laughs> in your next music video what would it be <laughs> What's that film when my man's lying on the bed and all the red flowers are coming down? Oh, American Beauty. American Beauty. <laughs> <laughs> we actually, we actually, I made my own bags for a uh, weed when I was eighteen. Right. With my face on to to get people out Sick. there, <laughs> and we actually planned in Sick. for the video in Switch Sides in 2018. Yeah. That was actually the idea. Oh, was to nice. have me which we we kind of I kind of pushed it out of it in the end but now I want to get out there bigger we're going to do some mad shit like that um, so I, I, I think that would like be that. sick I think that would be just really butt sick butt naked yes. weed, <laughs> weed baggies <laughs> just falling down <laughs> yeah man and so before we go the last the last thing I wrote that I've underlined it's not mm. even a question wow it says bouncy is my favourite wow is it really yeah 
Thank you so much. I don't know if that's a, a bad thing. You know, some people that, like nah, a, nah. a song that you don't like, and you're like, no, man, listen to my other shit. I mean, that is exactly that. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> no, I'm joking, I'm joking. Obviously, I love all my music, man, but yeah. it's like, it was definitely a left-field track. It was definitely in the yeah. studio, and like, wasn't really vibing with the producer. Like, okay. we're kind of like going through beats, and I was like, next, huh. next, next. And then he just had some, like, loop of him going, bounce, sheet, bounce, sheet, bounce. Yeah. And he, he they always say this, the best beats, or the best, the, the things that always work out in the studio are the ones that producers don't think I'll like. Yeah, Every yeah, time always. I skip that, I'm like, now go, maybe always. it's like me being stubborn. I'm like, yeah. daddy, don't skip that. <laughs> yeah. Go back, I'm like, yeah, this is the one. And he started yeah. playing the bounce, and I was like, yeah, sick, man. Let's, let's, do, let's do. And you know what? But when I perform that one live, to be fair, that one does, Oh, it's a banger. Do well, very yeah, well, it's man. a banger. Yeah, it's man. funny you say that because I, I remember like um, working with Trim, especially. He was always the one that he would go. Uh, he'd like he'd know after a while to be like, "What beats have you just deleted?" Mm. And I would go and I would be like, <sighs> "Yeah, I have." And so I'd be like, "Oh, fuck's sake, man! You really?" And I, he all the beats he picked off me were usually ones that said that were called delete or I hate this beat. I'm gonna put that into a bar <laughs> like that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually putting that into a bar. I just thought then that is the realest thing. Yeah. I've heard all in weeks. <laughs> Beats I like the best are in producers' bins. That is actually a fact. That is it. That wow. is I'm it. A bar, I'm, glad, I'm glad to have influenced it. Well, look, I'm, I'm sorry to, to rush you. We've got broke. so many guests today. But thank you so much. Um, love for me on, man. Role Models is out right now. Yeah, man, it's Go out, stream baby. it, watch the video. It's dope. Thank you, bro. Um, and I'm, like, I'm just mad excited to, to hear the next thing. Mixtape, baby. Mixtape. <laughs> When's that? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Who knows? Could hit. You wake up one morning and it's there. I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> wake up one morning and it's there in your house. You're like, who are you? Don't mix tape. Love there you bro. go. All right. Well, thank love you very bro. much, thank man. You, bro. Big love. Cheers, love, bro. Yeah. Let's get this turned on. Yeah. 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 I whip myself out of the bed, filling my consciousness, engineer with me lounging the spread, fill up a pot, I said I will. Sometimes that shit just not it. I need a real. I need an accurate description of what happened. All right, all right, okay, here we're back. We're the back. Tones of we're back. Look at this, you can hear the tones. Well, those beautiful tones, the little jazz, jazz radio oh, voice. that sounds great. Oh, yeah. Okay, here we are. You're listening to 96.9 right. Sexy Jazz Radio. <laughs> You're listening to 69.69. <laughs> There's got to be that radio station. There has to be. Yeah, Hi, I'm Matt Wills, by the way. Sorry, I'm not just That's the guy it. that no, comes in. No, this is in. Matt Wills, or whatever. Um, Fubar Radio, uh, we're back. Uh, I am Corin. Some people know me by the silliest stage name anyone's ever had. It's not the worst one. It could, I mean, it could be worse. I like it. I yeah. know, it's quite yeah. cool. I think yeah. it's kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, man, it's aged it. quite well. Yeah. When I first heard it, I was True. like, Skepta? No, 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 no. no. The, the, the last, last skeptic. skeptic. Yeah, I'm just riding it out. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know what? It could be worse. I could have like chosen like you know the last Nazi or something. That would that would not have, that would have not have you know. I mean, it wouldn't have aged well in well, the twenties. Yeah, well, who knows where you're going to be in fifty years? It might, you know. You might make a comeback. <laughs> oh, that's the one comeback that no one wants. No one wants, no that, one wants that. Well, like, I think I think there's a few people that do want it back. But some of them, yeah. It's like yeah, we want, yeah, we want yeah, another Kanye yeah, album that actually yeah. sounds like Kanye. I do want. We that. Don't want the Nazis back. That's our like list. We do not want any of those. Um, so look, uh, thanks because you're a friend of mine. So this will be very chill. You say that. Uh, that's what you think. That's what I think. Uh, you're a singer, songwriter, producer, co-writer, whatever. Who cares? Just talented um, all round. You're just talented all round. You do lots of things. I learned to play guitar trying to impress a girl he grew up with an obsession with the coops hold, hold, hold up hold up hold up songs uh, 
you've just pulled my pants down on the radio pretty yeah, much. Have, yeah. You've been yeah, like, yeah. just gone from the internet. I'm what? just reading, I'm just reading what I've been given here. Oh, uh, he gave you that? That's it. Uh, he, <laughs> I was going to make some up. Go on, go on. He's tell got me, tell me the things about 18 me. feet. Uh, I wish I've yeah. got like little kids' feet. Okay, but I save bare money on tax because like right. kids' feet. He likes to eat baked beans for a straw. Is, is that, that possible? Is that Paper straws, though, true? save the turtles. Yeah, it's like really <laughs> wide, uh, a wide bottom, so you like suck up one bean at a time. <laughs> I thought he was just saying, I've got a wide bottom. I've got a wide bottom. That's the thing. That's, it. Really That's the real bottom. killer, Matt Wills. Uh, wide bottom. Is <laughs> <laughs> So if anyone wants to hire me for anything, that's my accolades. I can suck beans for a straw. For a straw. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go through this quickly so we can talk uh, about other stuff. Okay. Um, his 2018 song, uh, Blame, is over, over 2 million streams. Yeah, people oh, wow. in Norway seem to like me. Wow. Yeah, because like, I write like mainly miserable love songs. Because yeah. like, I'm unfortunate in love because no one loves me. I mean, that's incorrect. But okay. No, I know. My girlfriend loves me. But like, <laughs> before I, love, before I, I met you, my man. girlfriend, I yeah, love you love me. I think we all love you. I mean, I've just met you, but you I have I just met me. Love Taylor, you as well. Taylor loves you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah things are looking up. Yeah. But yeah, like, I've always been like writing miserable love songs. And for mm. some reason, people in Norway just really resonate with miserable right. love songs. Maybe it's because there's no light there. There you go. That could be it. They're just sitting in the dark, singing all day. All day sitting. <laughs> and there's the plug Whoa. for Corin's new song. <laughs> this is about me, Corin. This, sorry, this, this is, is all about, about me. This, this is, is my half you. hour. This is about. I know. It's, I, I don't even know if it's going to be half an hour. You know. You're, Brilliant. He's just cut me short. That's um, how terrible you're, you're I am. Out. Um, but you got a latest single, the after after party. Uh, which came out in October. Brand yeah, new. Brand, brand new. new single. <laughs> out in Drop October uh, 2003. So, brand new single. 2003! <laughs> <laughs> brand new, hot, hot new single. Bro, I was like 10 in 2003. 2003. <laughs> I was 10. Um, <laughs> so, tell us, tell us about the after after party. Um, right, that's not the song I thought I was going to be talking about, but let's talk about well, it. Well, we can talk about that. No, no, we'll talk about it. You talk about whatever you want to talk about. Well, let's talk about the after after party. It's about okay. going to an after party, and you know, when you go to the after party, there's the after after party. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm. Nothing good happens. Though. Yeah, so like you go, like you leave like a bar. I always go out in Soho because mm. Soho for life. Yeah. And then you go to an after party, and you're like, this is a great time. And then someone goes, get the hell out of my house, right. which used to be my house. Mm. And then, and then you're like, oh, we'll go to someone else's house. Next thing you know, you're in a new bar with 10 yeah. people you don't know, yeah. going to a random house, just sitting there going, well, this was a bad mm, idea. Yeah. But then I met a girl at an after-after party, hmm. and she's been my girlfriend ever since. Wow. And I like, fell in love, and like, it's been oh, beautiful. It happens, man. Yeah, it does happen. Fuck. So, so it worked out? Yeah, it did work out. I did, that's the whole point of the song. I didn't think that, like, because you know what English after parties are like? Mm. They're not nice places, are they? Because, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. American after parties, it's like red cups. Oh, yeah. Beautiful people. Yeah. Lovely yeah. house. Like, when you go to LA, all that vibe. And Lockers. then you come to England, it's just like four sweaty guys <laughs> in a tiny flat in Hackney. Going, yeah. They don't want to get more beers in. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. All staring really creepily at the one girl in the, the room. At the one girl. <laughs> I stared the hardest, and I got it. <laughs> and you won. Okay, cool. It works, I guess. Yeah. yeah right, it's, like, okay. it's like that gig students, yeah. if you're staring the hardest. <laughs> <laughs> um, great. So, what song did you want to talk about? What was going on? I don't on? know. Like, to be fair, I, like, I honestly forgot I was a musician for a bit. Like, yeah, because you I took, took a bit of time. You took a bit of time. Yeah, I took a bit of time to chill because like, I was, I was, I was horrendously fat. Um, I and mean, you never were. Oh no, bro! I, I was jiggly. Like my girlfriend even says to me, I'm, I'm a, "I was a jiggly boy." I was. Wow. You could watch me wobble through Soho on a Friday night, <laughs> like jelly floating on ice cream. Mm, sounds delicious for us. And then, yeah, and then I was like, I need to leave London. And I just like yeah. left London for a bit and like went to the countryside and found myself. Yeah. Oh, nice. Is, How long were you away for? 
I'm still there. Still there. Oh, okay, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but I went back. back and I just loved it too much. I was like, this is sick. Yeah. Like, it's like green stuff. You don't get oh, that in London. Nice. Yeah, fair play. Damn. I mean, because you, you know, you had all like the major label stuff, like everything, all of that thing, and now you're in a, you're in a better realm, which is doing it all independently. Which yeah. I, 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 I fully. You know, I, I, it's it's great if it works because it works for me. It works for yeah. you. Some some people may just works for them, and that's wonderful. But I think it's you know this is you're really blossoming as a as a musician. You're getting to do everything that you want to do. And how does that how does that feel? It feels amazing. I think because when I when I signed to Virgin, I must have been like 18 years old, hmm. and I'd only played a couple shows. I was just yeah. doing it because I was broke. Yeah. And then like I ended up signing to Virgin. I had like an owl outside a venue in yeah. uh, Hackney oh yeah I remember that and like someone yeah. was just walking past from Virgin Records and was like we should check out this owl and see what's happening in here let's and sign that the owl. next day they were oh. like well we'll sign the guy with the owl <laughs> and I was like what a result <laughs> so I was like amazing so then like after that I had no idea I what I was doing I would anyone who had a motherfucking yeah, owl man. To be I'm fair. just saying bro the owl I don't died even <laughs> The owl died like what? the same week that I got dropped, and I was just like, oh, and I'd offered to pay the vet bills for this owl. I was like, oh yeah, he got me signed. I'll pay his vet bill. And then I got dropped, and I had to call the guy and be like, oh, I can't afford those <laughs> vet bills no God. more. The owl died because of the the record deal. Yeah, so I, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's wow, this is so good. this is taking a dark turn. Virgin Records, uh, you owe someone an owl. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Rest I'm joking. in peace, Biggie. Rest in peace, Tupac. <laughs> Rest in peace, the owl. owl. I can't remember his name was Sage. Like, yeah, what Sage? Sage, Sage Big the Sage. Owl. Big Sage. Big Sage. Big Sage. <laughs> I would have bought that record. And I don't even buy records. <laughs> you don't buy records. Well, and has anyone bought any records in the past fifteen years? I buy my own because someone's got you. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but then you don't even get the four hundred percent of what you've just spent back. You get no. like eighty percent or something. No, but you get clout, don't you? You get clout. So. <laughs> clout. You get that clout. clout. Is all that matters. You can put it on the wall and be like, "I've got a vinyl." Did anyone else buy it? Doesn't matter. Mum, <laughs> shut Mom, up. Mum, stop embarrassing Mom. me in front of my friend. It's true. So, all right. So you've got a new. You're working on something new now. Yeah. So I got an EP coming out at some point. Yeah. I've been waiting about. I wrote it like a year and a half ago. Okay. Um, back at my nan's house. Nice. Oh, nice. I went back to my nan's house and like this is so bad, but like bless her, she's so old, so mm. she can't get up the stairs. Yeah. So I kind of went around her house one day and just built a record studio, like, Sick. in her loft, and she doesn't know it's up there. Wow. <laughs> she just thinks I'm... Because she can't go up there. So I just go, like, oh, no, I'm going to go around and just go chill upstairs, and I'm just going to yeah. this whole recording studio. So then I've just been making music that just feels like me again. And nice. I can do what I want. Like, I rap in it. I can't yeah. rap, but I like it. So Good. I'm doing it, and Good. I'm singing the songs about things that I like, yeah. and it's still miserable. Good. There's no happy songs on the record. I mean, what's the point? I, I don't write songs when I'm happy. Of your songs mm. make you've literally got a song saying you make me want to kill. Yeah, that's literally <laughs> the name. Of like, if there's a register to put you on, song. let's put you on the register. There's yeah. got to be a thing, Corin. Put him on the register. Just not the sex offenders register. No, be all right. just a different register. <laughs> maybe I don't know. Maybe there's ever ever in the government in the Royal Valley. Yeah, on that that's one. it. True. <laughs> maybe like the 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 AA uh, meeting register. Um, okay, look, because we, we haven't got a crazy amount of time. You did bring a guitar with you, but yeah, how long yeah, is that going to take for you to set up? Like, do you have to? I don't know. Like, maybe maybe, maybe we could do something else first. Yeah. Oh, look, you've else. got him right there. Yeah. All right, let's sing. Let's sing a little ditty for us. That's what I want to know. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm going to sing. I don't know if I should get no, closer. Well, yeah. Maybe. Um. Is there anyone who can fit? Put, angle his mic. I'll bring it down. Oh, you got okay. Well, tell me, darling, how did we end up with this always just on your mind? I was caught in the way you weren't loving me, no. So I never saw the signs I was running straight to your arms But they would never hold me tight 
And if I'd leave, you'd tell me just how much you need me. No, no. So won't you talk to me, girl? And tell me the way you're feeling, cause I'm loving blind now. So can you talk to me, girl? No, cause if you're really leaving, I need peace of mine. Cause I'm not your lover. I'm someone you want when everyone's gone. Cause I'm not your lover. I'm someone you phone when you feel alone. No, no. Cause no one will love you better than I do. But I'm not what you want. Cause I'm not your lover. I'm just a toy that you want from now till the end of time. Woo! Oh, damn. That was good. Damn. My word. I think I just cried a little bit. <laughs> I'm so sweaty right now. No, you're, oh, you're good, man. You're really good. That's, that was um, good. Wow. Do we, have time? do we have time for me to do a, a little thing? Yeah. All right. Okay. What little thing? You know, we've got you here. Yeah, all right. Let's, you guys going to freestyle. I'm going to do my song for my brand new album, See You in the Next Life, called Jeez. Sit in the Dark All Day, featuring the one and only Matt Wills. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <coughs> Let's see if I remember all the bars. And if I remember the chorus. Ah, uh, yeah. I ain't perfect. I ain't one to lie. I'm a Philistine. At the best of times, I'm on a journey where there's no end. I might look round the room and see no friends. I might look to my phone, see no calls. I might try to build a life, got no tools. I think my life's over, I'm too old to live. I might smile like it's my last, got no more to give. I said I wanna die, I must be a fool. I asked for help, she took another call. I drank wine on my own again, that's just me. I feel fine when I'm drunk, cause I don't notice me. I don't want pity. I want purpose I perform in the city, it's a circus I light candles from my past, cause nothing lasts I cover up my scars, cause nothing lasts uh. I hide behind myself all day Behind my eyes, my life is great I miss the thought of you more than I say So I just see in the dark all day I hide behind myself all day Behind my eyes, my life is great I miss the thought of you more than I say So what you see uh, in the dark yeah. all day I ain't a role model Nothing works I got a hole in my heart Nothing hurts We play games But not really I try to read your mind when you're not near me I can't say I know you I don't know myself I try it every day Don't know who to tell How can I carry on? I can't hold my luggage The flight's crashing I smile and love it I'm good at what I do I still do it My mates don't listen I still do it They tweet about Rihanna's song but not mine I should shout louder and stop whining It's hard to look them in the face and tell them though But maybe it's right then I let them go I light candles for my hopes cause it's all broke I plant glass in the dark cause it's all broke, all broke I hide behind myself all day Behind my eyes my life is great I miss the thought of you more than I say So I just see in the dark all day I hide behind myself all day Behind my eyes, my life is great. I miss the thought of you more than I say. So what you see in the dark all day? Uh, yeah. So what you see in the dark all day? Yeah. So I just see it in the dark. You know what? Thank you so much, Matt Wills, for coming Woo! down. It's alrighty. Uh, you've been incredible. Everyone's been incredible, yeah. especially you, but also everyone. Yeah. Else. <laughs>
I'm the Incredible Salt. I'm the Incredible Salt. That's what they call me. Anyway, I should get off your radio station. Yeah, I'll that's be here it. Piss I'm not off. leaving. All right, we're going to go into uh, Role Models Role Models by Big Heath because I didn't play it before. Football Radio, The Last Skeptic, Take Over, Daniel Lawrence Taylor. Let's go. Whoop. Fubar Radio presents Michael Payne and Marcel Somerville. We've got our first guest of the day in, and he goes by the name Vice Beats. I've not been on Twitter for years, so like I, I've now remembered that exists. So, but, what, did you just find out about Brexit and all that? Yeah, I didn't know what it was. Yeah, there was, everyone was like the B word. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what is this? So, like, apparently something's going on. Yeah. Like, There's well, this thing now called being woke as well. I don't know if you right. know about that. Yeah, you I missed heard of that. that. Wow. You missed so that. I just thought I'd been awake, and then yeah. someone was Cancel like, culture. "Are you woke?" You I was like, I, I don't that. know what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's been great. Michael Payne and Marcel Somerville every Wednesday. From 4 p.m. Fubar Radio. You are locked into uh, 69.69. <laughs> Why has no one done that before? I, I don't understand. Like, what, uh, it seems so obvious. <laughs> I'm sure someone must have. And if not, well, it's ours now. It's ours now. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. Th- that's the new sitcom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's 69.69. 69.69. <laughs> wow. Okay, so we've got... Uh, I, don't even, I can't count, so I don't know what number guess this is. Let's just say today. number seven. Number seven. Sounds okay. like a good number. Okay, we've got lucky number seven <laughs> guesting today. Uh, another good friend of mine. This is great. It's I don't like, know, that's I'm debatable. Just, <sighs> oh! So we've got... <laughs> best friend, I think you mean. Uh, there we <laughs> go. Best friend. I've had all my best friends in today, actually. Yeah. It's been really lovely, actually. It's really nice. Surrounded by love, uh, you know, and kindness. Yeah, that's what's And so happiness, important. which is what... I know you're a big... My Sorry, my next guest is a big fan of this. <laughs> Uh, DJ, uh, presenter, yeah, um, uh, just a great believer in love. A uh, professional street fighter player. You professional about street fighter player. Wow. Another MCU uh, nerd. Yeah, complexion. Woo! How's it woo! going? Woo! Yeah. Woo! 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 Can I just quickly jump in? Sorry. Which which street fighter character? Oh, Guile. That's why you know. What? That's why you know I'm good. Wow. Yeah. See, straight away. If Sonic people, boom. If people know, okay. and I say Guile, people are like, oh. Okay. Oh, so right. I watched Guile. You were expecting me to say Ryu or Ken yeah. or Kumo or something, weren't you? Yeah. Guile and Hakan. I don't even. Hakan. Yeah, Hakan? Street Fighter 4. He's a Turkish wrestler who oils oh. himself up. Oh, right. <laughs> Trust okay. me. It's good. It. Yeah, so I used to play Street Fighter. Um, I was at one point one of the top 10 girls in the country, which isn't a big no. thing because wow. there's not many girl players in the country. Okay, okay, okay. But yeah, I was, yeah. I mean, that's still impressive. Though. Yeah, I was solid. You yeah. should do a documentary finding the other nine. And <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad idea. That would be amazing, actually. I would love to watch oh, that. Yeah, that's I very, would very good. Full on watch and that. you know what? Netflix commissions a lot of nah, nonsense. They'll do it one yeah. day. They'll do it. Yeah, they yeah, would yeah. do that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I do not want to see another Netflix special that's eight episodes long about a pharmacist. And you know what? Like, the thing is, you know the thing. Sorry. Okay, this is. I'm going in on one now. You know the thing about these these documentaries, right? They stretch them out so far. They should yeah. be one episode. Yeah. One episode. And they, I start watching it, and it's like, okay, oh, this is juicy. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting in. <laughs> then they wrap up the whole thing in the first forty-five minutes. Then they got three other episodes yeah. about the guys, like the, the detective's dad. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know. Detect- You're like, oh, so, so he de- killed. Him. Yeah, exactly. And he's yeah. like, oh, I'm a detective, and uh, I solved the case in episode one. But my dad was a bingo champion. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and then let's focus on the bingo. Let's focus yeah, yeah, yeah. on that. And then it goes in. In 1979, Detective Detectorson's dad <laughs> was a bingo champion, and it's like, what? I'm 
I thought I was watching some shit yeah. about a pharmacist <laughs> whose son died, yeah. and now I'm like in Alaska with some bingo champ from '73, and I'm like, this is nonsense. Okay, <laughs> I tell you what's good. What I started watching yesterday. There's a show called McMillions. Okay, and it's set in the '80s, and it's about the uh, when Mono- uh, Monopoly and McDonald's were doing that thing. You know, when you okay, get- yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's about people scamming it. Oh right, oh, yeah, it's good. I'm in. It's I'm good. In. It's only four oh. episodes. What is this on Netflix? <coughs> HBO. Oh, okay, but it's so good. Scamming? So ha- oh, oh, should we wait and watch it? Like, scam- oh, how do you scam it? So what I've, you find I've out? Read an article about it. Yeah, 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 it's, it's, yeah. So what you find out is is that people that were involved in like a uh, third party that was hired to kind of market everything. They were involved ah. somehow. There's a guy there. Uncle Jimmy, I think his name is. Oh, obviously. So Uncle Jimmy is the guy. <laughs> it like a monster. Uncle Jimmy. Shout out to Uncle Jimmy, man. Yeah, everything. Uncle Jimmy's so this, what's happened is what I thought was going to happen, which is yeah. the problem, which is obviously I do radio, as you can tell by my voice. You yeah. do radio. Yeah, and yeah. yeah I didn't, can you not tell? What? <laughs> um, and the thing is, is when you're around friends, yeah. we just start talking what we want to talk about. No, but that's, that's what I want. This oh, is, that's this what you want? That's fine. I, I like doing this. That's this fine. Is my, so what do you feel about spiel. Amazing Spider-Man issue number 324? <laughs> well, it wasn't one of the best ones. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, Future Beats radio show. Yes, um, uh, it's it's millions and trillions of listeners. Oh, I'm going to say millions of trillions. Just it's millions, like thirty to forty thousand a week. Fine, I mean, I fine. mean, it's cool. It's not. I mean, yeah. it sounds less that's impressive more, now that you said millions and trillions. Than I, <laughs> you know, yeah, like yeah, if I, I came oh. and said, oh, it's twenty five thousand. Oh, that's a good number. That's but you fine. just went high. Yeah, you did. Like, how you've got th- more listeners than I've had STDs, and that's saying something. Um, I don't know about that. <laughs> you results coming for this week? <laughs> no, I'm still waiting. Okay, so all right. That, I mean, so that's, future, that's a line from my sitcom, right? Surely, yeah. Yeah, that could be a whole episode about yeah, that. Yeah, that could be a whole episode about the kind of. But way with the way with the results. He said the phrase. He said his catchphrase. <laughs> okay, all right. So future beats show. You know, it reminds me of that meme I sent you yesterday. Which one is that guy? He's like, if my life was a sitcom. Oh my god! I reposted it. <laughs> I, I, need I, to see I, I know you should never explain memes on on. You shouldn't. I made a mistake. No, but I'll explain it to you. Okay. It was just a dude walking into his house, and the title was if my life was a sitcom and then he opens the door and at the top of the thing says booing and then the second one says and he's moving to the couch that says booing continues third one he sat down he goes booing continues and then the fourth one says still booing oh god <laughs> that is that's funny. I love it right anyway sorry and Future, future Beat show, future beat show. It's, it's fantastic I listen um, to I listen to it abbreviated to TFBS Yes. Um, so, yeah, the Future Beat show, it came about because I was really bored of the current state of music. Hmm. And that's how I know I'm getting old. Hmm. Um, and when I finished DJing, I didn't want to listen to Migos on the way home hmm. or yeah. anything like that. I was like, I need to chill out. Right. So I started listening to orchestral scores, video game scores. And then I discovered this whole subgenre yeah. of music called, some people called it Future Beats. Yeah. Started playing that, absolutely loved it. Right. And uh, yeah, five years later, I've hmm. toured the world twice. I had a record label work with Georgia Smith amongst yeah, other people. That's right. So you wow. did the cuts uh, on uh, Blue Lights. Blue Lights with Georgia Smith, and I got yeah. a gold wow. plaque for it. You got a gold. I got plaque, a gold baby. plaque. My first gold plaque. Great. Yeah, I'm trying not to humble brag, but I am. Oh, I love it. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I'm not normally like this, but I thought I should. My Do dad it. joke: I've only got yellow plaque. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. You get gold. You get gold. Woods coming. Yeah, but no, it's amazing. It's amazing. So it's cool. Yeah, something like a small radio show has enabled me to do this, which is incredible. I've had people meet. I've had a guy from Hitchin. Yeah. And he met a girl from the Bay Area in California wow. because of my show and they're married now. 
Wow, oh, that's beautiful, which is in, which word. is crazy, which I love. That. So it's amazing, yeah. and I've got I get to play your music. Should it's we great, talk about yeah. when you emailed me when you first emailed you me? You can. We, so we, we, you know, I love hearing. I love hearing. Yeah, it's so you, funny because uh, yeah. Corin, obviously, uh, all the last skeptics. Yeah, I like Corin. Corin's great. He uh, emails me like, "Hey, my name's the last skeptic. I just want to share some of my music for your mm-hmm, show." I'm like, mm-hmm, "Yeah, mm-hmm. you can't swear, by the way. You can swear all the fuck, oh. all the fucking <laughs> shit." So I'm like, "I'm like, you're the fucking last skeptic, and you're coming to me so humble, like, oh hi, I don't know if you've heard of me or not." It's like, yeah, of course I'll play your fucking music. I play anyway, and then lo and behold. We became friends. We did. Uh, nice. just, just true. We, yeah, we, and then we, uh, shared love of Marvel and uh, semi-depressive memes. And that's how we <laughs> really depressing memes. I love those. Have you got a favorite meme, da- Daniel Lawrence Taylor? A favorite meme. That's ah. a good question. That's tricky. Mm. Oh no! So you put me on the spot. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> have you, okay, better question. Have you ever been uh, one of like a, a screenshot from one of your TV shows? Have you ever been a meme? No, I'm not. Oh, well, no one cares about me. Yeah, no one cares about shit about me. We can make you a really, meme. That would be amazing. I mean, if you could, that would be really nice. There's so many like, di- like, di- like disgusted looks you did in uh, Time Wasters that I'm sure would be easy. That's what I would have thought, but no one gives good. a shit about no, me we'll make my it. We'll make it happen. If you could, I really appreciate it. Corinne, we should. I think I'll do it. Thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate it. So what's your favorite meme? Do you have... No, that's a bit of a... No, my favorite meme of all time. Okay. All the time. It's... It's uh, it's two pictures of a cat, yeah, uh, and and it's got uh, and it's it, the first one is it's a microphone in front of the cat, right? And the top one is the cat looking straight forward in the mic, and the t- and it says above it, "Sir, are you aware that you're a cat?" <laughs> and then the second one down is the cat like going, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> I think I've seen that one. That's that a good one. It's a good meme. To be fair, one. I think you love cat meat, like yeah, anything yeah. cat related. I, do, yeah. I think oh, that you love. Okay, I remember yeah. I posted a picture once. Oh my god, that was the yeah. best picture ever! <laughs> it's me playing cards with a cat. <laughs> That's uh, actually pretty good. That's and it looks like the you cat is holding cards. <laughs> Um, You've got to. And yeah, is the cat winning? Please resurrect. Uh, that. <laughs> I mean, technically, uh, we both look deep in thought. I think that's. I think that's the success of the picture. Is that we're both. Can deep you in resurrect thought as it now? In, in I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I could. Yeah, that is the basis yeah, of a TV not? show, fact, right there. Yeah. In fact, it's on my. It's on my debit card. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even lying. It's on my. De- I mean, this is no good for anyone, and I'm not going to show it on camera either. Yeah. This yeah, is just for you. Yeah. All right. Oh my god, there actually is. There you go. Actually, and I've got the number. Um, yeah. You get a security code. <laughs> 69, 69, 69, 69, 69. So, Corinne. Yes. Have we spoken about what you guys do on the show already? Because this is what I tend yeah, to do. Because yeah, I feel like I, I, I interviewed him at the beginning. Right, okay. Yeah. And he was that good you kept him around. Yeah. That's no, amazing. He's, he's my intrepid hey, hey. co host. Ah, okay. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that yeah, makes sense. Intrepid. I like that. Intrepid, what does yeah. that mean? Uh, I think, like, uh, uh, got lots of wherewithal. Okay. Yeah. I think yeah. that okay. sturdy, sturdy. sturdy. Yeah. That is a good wow. word, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I've never been described as reliable sturdy and robust before. because you want that in a friend, <laughs> yeah. don't you? Yeah. Sturdy, yeah. reliable, yeah. and yeah. robust. I sound like, like a car, but sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, malleable. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, but wait a second. All right, so we've got we've got to get to another guest. Can you believe it? But you're going to stick around because afterwards we're going to have dinner, so it's fine. I'm going home. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, get, get the fuck out of here. Um, but please, uh, uh, people listening, listen okay. to the future people. Yeah, so the show, Future Beat show, it's you, amazing. you can Google it, and um, if you need two hours to smoke weed to, to make uh-huh. love to your partner, uh-huh. or just chill uh-huh. out, whatever, it listen is, to it. it is great. a perfect show. I, I like listen while I'm like, uh, like cleaning. 
I thought you can say something else. No, hell no. <laughs> Furiously. Remember, we talk about this in your podcast. I listen to your voice notes when I do that. Older voice notes, yeah. Um, but no, I, yeah, it's when I'm doing weights, like whatever it is, because like, stuff yeah. to, you know what I mean? I put it on and it's, it's I mean, look, it's an before I go, listen. I know I've got to go. I know I'm getting pushed out. We've got the, uh, the music playing in the background, isn't it? It's like the uh, it, Oscars going to get the it. fuck out. Wrap it no, up, wrap it up. But it's, uh, it's a great show just to listen to when you want to chill mm. um, and relax. Like, I feel like that's been taken away with a lot of radio shows now. Yeah. I think we don't have that anymore. Yeah. And I think my show is, <coughs> I would say, like an old classic kind of golden era of radio show. Where you fantastic. can press play and you can chill yeah. and do what you want and discover some new music and hear yeah. your own music on there as that well. That is true. It's true. Yeah, thank you. I thank you for having me. Thank you Shout for being here. Big up Fubar Radio. Big up Daniel Lawrence Taylor. And uh, we'll be right back uh, after this for the, the next guest. Woo! Hey, buddy, me how that was uh, Brock Hampton. Boy, boy, I love that tune, man. I love that tune. Welcome back to Fubar Radio, the last skeptic takeover with my intrepid, um, <laughs> robust <laughs> yep. co host and uh, acting and writing supremo, Daniel Lawrence Taylor. We, we've had so many wonderful guests in today, mm. and I feel very, very lucky to have our final guest of the day whoop, whoop. representing the manor. Johnny Dutch me. What's happening, everyone? From long time, a long time, Bridging Karen himself. I can't even like it was. A, I first met you like a very long time ago. And it I'm was a very warm summer's day. In it was. Do- when you are we still you still living living out in Dorsten? No, I'm in Finsbury now. But oh, it, no, was, it, was, it was no, it was um, it wasn't. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's Clapton. Yes, it was Clapton. We went pie mass before we come down a bit. Um, last skeptic. You call um, me Corin. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. But we were, yeah we've known each other for a long time. Just saying yeah. to them out there. I've probably known you as long as our pretty much as long as our career that's be crazy oh, wow. because it was that, super it, early yeah it was you, like 2012 yeah because we were got, we went to a studio to record something mm. with an unnamed uh, label and mm. and the, the studio just wasn't good man Mm-mm-mm. and so we were like fuck it just come to my house yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so we just abandoned <laughs> the studio and it's always some of the best things we've ever done have ever have been done in bedrooms and it yeah. had been and that was in the setup and then the way we sounded everything everything was great it was smashed you guys it. are just so safe man and like so easy and then I saw you around that summer just at parties yeah, it was yeah, like the yeah. summer of 2012 2013 and that was, was a good just, yeah that was a good summer as well great summer I was saying if you eight years ago the Olympics you see the thing oh, is oh, I remember yeah, that that was an yeah. iconic yeah. moment yeah, yeah. for London and I yeah. remember everything certain summers like 2018 summer yeah. with the World Cup even if you're not yeah. into football that summer was mm. was bad. And it was mad for us. We just done our yeah. deal. We were we went out and shooting videos in our beef. But at the mm. same time, you got England in the Sick World Cup. Video. Thank you. I love that. That was the funniest thing. It looked so fun. <laughs> Do you know what we've shot? And this is a this is a, a message to our label. The most enjoyment and the best videos have come from when we've been abroad. We went mm. and shot one in South of France when we first signed to our yeah, other label. Yeah. And then this one, yeah, I've been <coughs> oh my days. We took the royal piss yeah. because. We had all of our friends, like, yeah. you imagine, they said to oh. that, I won't even tell you, they gave us a stupid budget for that. <laughs> I bet they regret every day, but yeah. they, we got all of our friends yeah. and we got some Scarface motherfucker, excuse my language. No, do it. Motherfucking you, villa. Like, this was like, the, yeah. it looked like something out, it looked like you walk in and there'll be a mountain of cocaine on the table. Yeah. But anyway, look, yeah. and we had but this for not in this four, video, Not okay? in this video. This was professional. No, yeah, no, no, no. Course, no. We, had, we, when, yeah, we had to wait till the camera stopped. <laughs> but... We walked it and literally yeah. we had it for three days. Yeah. Load of models, 
Yeah. It was a dream. Oh man. I think it might have peaked at that point if I'm <laughs> yeah, really it. It's all down there But I mean I, be, I still never been to Ibiza, can you believe it? Oh my god. Yeah, days. I know. I'm like I'm still I'm like I'm not gonna go until I'm playing or until yeah. I've you know, something professional to do there. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I said yeah. the same about Glastonbury and I'd never been there until <laughs> yeah. last year. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Oh, you picked a good year. Though. It was, oh, last it was, was good, a, man. It was really good. good. It was so hot. I ended up like sleeping under so many trees. That's really? <laughs> and it's just like everyone who's gone there, I've never been Glastonbury and I had the same <laughs> thing. The same thing I said, you said, I'm not going to go until I get booked mm. because they booked like 4,000 acts anyway, right? Yeah. So I was pretty offended last year, but yeah. we sort of fall out with our agent. So it, it was that like, was partly our fault. But this year we're still fingers crossed trying to get on there. Yeah. But if not, I'm You'd going. You'd be perfect for like your show's uh, crazy. Like you've got so much energy. Yeah. Surely. It would be something. Yeah. Look, I, I'm not going to beg them, but I am. So <laughs> yeah. if you don't, don't get yeah, booked now. this year, I'm jumping over the fence <laughs> and I'm bringing everyone with me as well. Whoa. Um, all right. So but before we go into to play a, a great game, um, wait. So we, sh- we should we should wish well to um, to Danny. Danny's and got Scotty. the coronavirus. Okay. But fine. <laughs> he's, thought, he's here all right. Do you know what? It's not a funny matter whatsoever. Yeah. Stop laughing, Daniel. No, 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 Come no, on, no, no, no. Bit, no, no. It's hilarious when you think of Danny having the coronavirus because you'll get over it. It's only, you know, what I mean, it's yeah. only dangerous to. It's just flu in it. But yeah, he thinks he went barley uh, last oh, month. Right. Yeah, he come yeah, back, yeah. and this is when the coronavirus was first kicking off. And he was like, he come back and he was like, shit, I didn't have any masks. Everyone else was wearing masks in the airport. I didn't have any. And he was on a connecting flight. So he was in the airport for like four or five hours. So he's thinking, if you're going to get coronavirus, you're going to get it then. Right. And you, know, it's, you know what I mean? Not wearing a mask when everyone else is. But he didn't. So yeah. he come back. Now he still thinks he's got it again because he's got chest pains. I said, right. Dan, have oh, we done anything differently? What's the matter? How many cigarettes you had today? He said, oh, well, I've had 40 snout today. <laughs> I've had 40 snout, but yeah. it might be coronavirus. Yeah, More than yeah, likely it's yeah, corona. Yeah. Stop smoking, Dan. So, get Dan A&E. I've, I've been coughing a lot, but I quit smoking. So Because when you quit smoking, yes. you cough a lot. Uh, yeah. And I don't have a fever, but I'm still yeah. like, the media's got me. Yeah. The media's got in my brain. <laughs> the, thing that, the thing that's going to get me, I'm not getting on no tubes or no public transport, but I get in like 25 Ubers a day. <laughs> So yeah. if anything's going to get me, it's going to be the Uber, man. And also, speaking, speaking of Danny, I know because he was worried about everyone wearing masks, but surely because everyone's wearing masks, he yes. was the safest one. He was the safest yeah. one. Yeah. He was the safest one. He's he? getting the cleanest air. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, so I think, I think he's all right. I think he's all right. Whoa. Um, okay, so since since you're here, you're the, you're the sole representative. Yeah. Um, you know, I love your hooks, man. Thank you I so much. I always have since, you know, eight years ago. Thank you so uh, much. And also, I mean, I guess you're writing, you know, however we write as artists, it molds and changes and, and gets perfected. But mm-hmm. seeing you write the, the hook on the song we did together was mm. like, so, it was so easy for you. And you did it. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> That's a hook. You know what? Is it, and it's mad. It was one of the first times because I just used to spit bars and it was then when I started to yeah. think, yeah, I can actually do some hooks because yeah. I always had melodies in my head. Yeah. And it, you know where it sometimes come from? It's because I haven't made that jump to produce because it's mm. sometimes I hear another instrument yeah. and so my voice does that mm. on a track. And so that's when I it was around that time I started yeah. to be confident enough to start putting down hooks yeah. and yeah, now I'm Nah, them two refuse to write choruses. I've got to write every chorus. So I made a rough man. I'll take that. He's my hero. He's if, so I could, good. if I could write an I'm fly hook. Yeah. Riding in my oh, car. Man. Yeah. I'll listen to the radio. Oh. If I could write a hook like that, yeah. I could die happy, man. Bro, I've got, anytime you want to do a song like that. 
Listen, Beats is long overdue. Yeah. It's long overdue, and we're in album to. mode at the moment. And I want you on our album, Last Skeptic. Right. So let's done. It's done. Done. We're gonna get <laughs> finished. In. Signed off. It's yeah, on the yeah, radio. Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> turning these <laughs> tables, but they're nailed. You that, Jade? <laughs> I'm sending you a clean version, Jade. Very soon. So it's gonna be on the radio. I want it all out to every single. <laughs> this is it. This is contractual. Um, but you got so you got Frida Giza mm-hmm. coming out. Actually, maybe no, I no, it's done. Stu- no, that one's done. It's done. We've got no, no, I know, but it's coming out. I was gonna hype it up. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, but no, no, that's fine. But you tell me about the album. I'm not gonna so interrupt the al- yeah, you. Yeah, so the album. Sorry, yeah, the album is um, it's a long time coming, but we've been yeah. we've been working with everyone, and it's a, yeah, nice sick. thing like our track yeah. took six, seven years for it yeah. to finally be uh-huh. heard. Uh, there's so much stuff that we need to collate yeah. and bring back, and there's so much new stuff we're working on. So now it's just a case of just trying to streamline all of the stuff and figure mm. out what works best because there's probably more than three there's probably about three projects in there yeah. but it's about doing what's best and also the sound because I know yeah. like that right now you're in your wheelhouse of doing these bangers that mm-hmm. you know from what I see when you perform them live the energy is yeah, wild yeah, yeah. and people love it yeah. but then do you ever feel a pressure that you can't go then oh, look I just want to make a song like Neil Diamond yeah. and I can't do it <laughs> do you know what I listen to on the way up here right and this is this is how mad do you ever anyone ever heard Michael McDonald, the Doobie Brothers, well, what a fool believes? I feel like she I came remember. from somewhere out there and long ago. I was hearing this song on the way up, yeah. and I said, "You know what? I want to find a way of sampling yeah. that because it's a proper cheesy. Yeah. It's what mm. original white soul music, yeah. like, but it's hard, <laughs> sick as tune. If we can somehow, like what Action Bronson used to do right, yeah, with parties yeah, of players, yeah, yeah, yeah. so, somehow. But yeah, we have yeah, them wacky ideas all the time. Yeah, we we've got to do one. Basically, we've got to always have a ant song out yeah. but we also like to we experiment all the time Scott yeah. at the moment Scott's working <laughs> with Cosmo and Shiz at oh, the I moment love those guys, oh, man. top top guys and they're, yeah. they're now working on really synthy stuff and indie stuff yeah. uh, me and Dan have always worked well with guitars and so mm-hmm. there's going to be elements of all of that of course. but even for this one so imagine we dropped Swaz which was that big, love that tune, big garage banger thank banger. you bro and we thought it was GRM and it did really well on GRM so we was yeah. like okay so we just follow it up then Dan fell in love yeah. with he don't fall in love very often. He's the ultimate fuckwit. Yeah. He's falling in love. <laughs> He's falling in love. Baby flown what? out to why he would yes. flow, flew out to me because he then fell in love. She moved to Australia, so he was like feeling for her, missing her. Yeah. Flew out to Bali, and when he thought he caught coronavirus, <laughs> and so that the artwork is a picture of him in his yeah in his love. So we, and his verse and everything is about. So our no, our next yeah. one was like a Gary's ballad, love ballad. Yeah, which that's we do. what I was going to ask you yeah. about. Because don't go. It's like it's yeah. it's really nice, man. Yeah, it is. And it's we wanted to have that. I always wanted to use that artful Dodger sample and just yeah. So and yeah, so big up who's to produce that. So that was that. But the next one we got coming out is like Swazigit, but it's a little bit harder. Okay. Like for GRM. So yeah, we we switch up, man. Yeah, yeah. And the album will be a lot of that. But it's about finding the right way of mixing. Of up course, of course. Yeah, that, I think we, we all do feel pressure as artists yeah. to, to to either conform to what we feel we should be doing, like mm-hmm. not necessarily the world, but we put the pressure on ourselves. Yeah. Going, well, we've mm-hmm. got to follow it up with something that you know, and yeah. um, and and that does influence our work when you when you truly get the time to like you know uh, make what you love yeah I don't yeah. know. I mean, look, um, mm. before we go into the, the, to the game, that was what I was going to ask you on yeah. one of my many questions that I wrote down. But uh, wait a second. How often are you writing? And does writer's block hit you? Or because you've got three of you, does it kind of like uh, stop it? it? We all, Do you help we, each other out? No, because to be fair, when it comes to doing our own stuff, I mean, writing, sorry, yeah. we do our own stuff. So yeah. it's not a case of, oh, someone can pick up the slap because it all comes from someone will start a song yeah. And then it's a case of one of us finishing in it, and you know, mm. more time. I'm gonna lie, it's, a lot of the time will be me who go, mm. goes to the, and then yeah. and Dan's the same. Dan will sit in his own and he's and bring something and be like, oh no, that's sick. Yeah, let me let me give you a hook for that. 
Right is what happens a lot though. It does mm. because you have to. I find if you're not doing it, if there is a bit of a monotony to your life and you're a bit bored mm. and you're not doing enough and you're not out enough, yeah. you don't get to write as expansively as you possibly Definitely. can. Yeah. Definitely. Sometimes what helps with a writer's block, I'll put on a box set. So at the moment, I'm watching yeah. Outsider. Okay. Outsider is unbelievable. I've by the way, oh my God, HBO. Oh different okay. class but it's like it's from, based on Stephen King but if I'm yeah. sitting there writing I'm at night and it's like two, I'll put on something like that and by the time I've uh, that's done if I've written two three bars Great. I can finish the verse yeah. but it's like you need little tricks where I've, we have been doing this for so long as you know yeah. you've been, we've been doing this for so long that you do, you do sometimes you run out of inspiration very quickly it's yeah. not as easy yeah. at the start when yeah. you first started and you've touched on every subject and you have to yeah. come up with new concepts to write about and you have to yeah. find new ways of talking about things so it can be a little and bit because it's, 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 for me it's day, daily life like something if I'm mm. out and about and then I will I'll be super inspired or upset or yeah. pissed off about something I'll just write that note in my phone yeah. and then when I've made the beat I'll mm. know that it all fits together it all fits together like even last night I had, I'd written a, an entire song like on the bus a month ago but yeah. I didn't have the beat for it and yeah. last night I was listening for a beat that I made in 2006 yeah. and that's the one. Oh, yeah. wow that that's it the one. It's so, and it's so sick because back in the day when I was really a kid I used to have like a whole folder of like A4 sheets of paper I used mm. to write now that's all in my notes they'd be surprised you can sometimes scroll through your voice notes and yeah. your notes and find stuff it's like right that's a good idea I'm isn't it? sick and, yeah no <laughs> genuinely sometimes you get days where sometimes Listen back to your old shit and say, fuck me, we're shit. Like, and in some yeah. days, you'll be listening back to your old stuff and say, hang on a second. Like, mm. There's a couple of ideas there. So. I like to change history and delete all the shit ones that I've made. Yeah. And then, then but you never I know. That's the, thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. You never know you might delete something yeah. mad yeah. that just didn't hit I at know, the time. That's true. That's yeah. true. I definitely deleted all my. Because I started out rapping when I was 10 or 11. And it was mm, only. Same. You know, I, I, I became less confident. That's why I went mm. into production and featured artists. But looking back at some of those bars I wrote when I was 10 or 11 that were me trying to be Eminem, yeah. I was like, oh, let me just. Just, uh, burn Someone said this, <laughs> right? Burn you know what? Nelly said that. I remember this was probably the best bit of advice. And it wasn't even advice. It was just him talking openly. Yeah. But he said he grew up, I wanted, when he, Nelly, when he was growing up, he wanted to write like Biggie. Then he went to write mm. like Pac. Then he was like, oh, I need to sound more like Nas. Mm. And it weren't until he found his own style and realised he had this really thick Missouri accent and yeah. that. Mm. And he started writing in his own, which was yeah. unashamedly him. That's when it all come together. Mm. Is that... You, it yeah. is, and you spend so much time trying to find out who you are in yeah. a spitter. I think yeah. that's what can cause writer's block as well, is because Definitely. you're like, no, this ain't, I wouldn't say that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or, no, nah, this ain't, I'm not in, you know, I'm not feeling myself today. Yeah, Do you know what exactly, I mean? So exactly. You've got, you got to be feeling yourself. It's write. true, it's true. Like, the first tune I wrote as a rapper was after, a, or just before a breakup happened, and mm. I knew I had my voice. I was like, yeah. that's it. Yeah. And then it all just happened. It I didn't connects. have a choice. Yeah. I mean, I remember sitting there, and I remember when we were doing, I wrote Don't Like Going Places, and I was, and I remember that summer, I was gutted because everyone had gone out of beef. I couldn't afford to go. So yeah. everyone, Scott Dan, the whole like, four, it was like 30 of us went out there, whatever. Yeah. It probably weren't that much. But yeah, I was sitting there and I was indoors and I was walking from mine mm. in Catford down to my Yannick who produced it to Downham, just chilling with him every day. Yeah. And it was just monotonous. And it was a nice day. Everyone else was away. And I was just, all of a sudden, I got, I remember sitting in the studio and I was like, and I like being there in a place that I know where everyone knows. When I, I tried yeah. to make light of it and make it good. Mm. And that for me, is still one of the best verses I've written yeah. because it was so real to the fact yeah. I was, that was the walk I had down to Yannickus. I'm looking around at the same faces and yeah. doing the same mm. things. But, and people relate to that. Yeah. You know, that's, that's their lives. Like the majority mm. of people aren't like, you know, fuckheads like us. Or they mm, are, but yeah. they don't get paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're just, that is their, that's their life. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and speaking of which, because so, we haven't got a great deal of time. Mm. Um, okay, the new EP, Free the Geezer. 
Oh, right. So, but yeah. Well, that one, that one for me, it was a very... Cut, cut long story short with that. Mm. My missus got very, very ill. She got, she got cancer like back in the last okay. year. So, we where we were known for writing party songs and everything yeah. else, I weren't out. Yeah. I was looking after her. Then my aunt got ill. Like, it was like... And everyone, Scott was going through mad problems. Yeah. So, we thought... And we did a, uh, a, we were about to do a podcast which was based around mental health and men and stuff. Mm. And we thought we had a responsibility after talking about drugs and drink for so long yeah. that we told them other side, the yeah. other side of it, what can, you know, there is, have a bit of caution, mm. you know, you've got to do things responsibly. Mm. So it was written from that perspective. Even though there is a lot of uplifting, tr- there's a couple of uplifting tracks on it as well. There is a very introspective, reflective I think album. that's really important to do. And it was cool. where we were at that age yeah. as well. We were, you know, being as we are, we was thinking like it's about time we did something a little bit more serious. Mm. But then, yeah, and after the, the, that, and that was a moment in time. And yeah, a lot of mm. the songs they're close to us. Do you know what I mean? There wasn't that. There wasn't them big ones like you might not hear, but a lot of them at our shows. But mm. they're big track songs to us, and they're very personal. Yeah. And they're and they're probably in terms of writing, they're probably as expansive as we'd got. They're probably mm. like in terms of actual music, they were really good bits of music. Yeah, but um. But yeah, yeah, it's a good a good point in time. We're trying to make light or trying to turn a positive into yeah, a negative. That is, and that's all we can do with our yeah. music. And speaking of making light, uh, producer Nat's given me a wonderful uh, game, <laughs> the EP podcast <laughs> called Free the Geezer. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to take the credit for this because Nat's put great work into Natalie. it. So, <laughs> best, uh, best radio producer yeah, in the world. In the world. <laughs> so Nat's looked at some geezers who've been in the Australian end of year charts. Australia, I asked why Australia. She said it could be anywhere. It's, okay. it's fine. She's picked Australia. Um, but which one of them has been number three? Mm. Or therefore, the free geezer. <laughs> so <laughs> so right now we're going to listen to uh, uh, 2018, uh, three clips of Free songs. I'll be riding shotgun underneath the hot sun, feeling like a someone. You heard it, darling. You look perfect tonight. God's plan. God's plan. I hold back sometimes. I won't. Okay. All right. So what you heard there was George Ezra, Shotgun, Ed Sheeran, The Perfect, Drake, God's Plan. So. Johnny and Daniel, what's, what's your? Do you want to? Should we get them to write it down first? Oh, you got to say it now. Okay, who do you think was number three? Number three out of that list in terms of where they placed in the chart. Yeah. You got to say George Ezra, really. Yeah. Them two other tracks were humongous yeah. songs. Interesting. So, what do I uh, do? I get to I tell them now. Uh, you were both incorrect. Oh, who absolutely was it? failed. It was Ed Sheeran, number three. Number three. He was the free geezer. <laughs> he was the free geezer. <laughs> okay, he's cool. a very free geezer, isn't he? So number number two. This is a great. This oh, is a this great is segment. I'm diving into this <laughs> segment. All right, this is 2005. <laughs> I forgot how sick that Will Smith tune was. Because yeah, I felt like back in the day, people were like, oh, that's fucking shit. Yeah. Like, it's actually I a vibe. To, oh, yeah. I listened to, is it the Getting Jiggy With It album? No, what was it like? Yeah. Right, there was Big a song Willie. on that. Because you know Nas wrote a lot of this. And yeah, Nas yeah, and Common yeah. wrote, oh, really? wrote yeah. a lot of his bars for, oh. for them albums. And there was a song on it that Common had written. Oh, man. Unbelievable. Really? I talked to Reese Parkinson about this the other day. Unbelievable song. I'm going to go back oh, to that. Yeah. So we, we had Akon Lonely, James Blunt, Your Beautiful, Will Smith Switch, What Was Number Three. 
Right, switch. I'd say switch, but yeah. it's a, it's the uh, lonely was a big song. Yeah, it ain't gonna be. Um, what was the other one? Yeah, it's James Blunt, but it says here James Bunt, so uh, yeah, okay. it could be anything. James James Blunt, that, <laughs> that song was, was number one for everywhere. Ages as well. Yeah. So, so I'm going to go with Will Smith. All right. Both incorrect. What? It was, was Akon Lonely, it was, was the Free Geezer. Uh, we've got the final one before we have to get out of here. Uh-huh. What number is it on the screen? Number seven. Okay. I Hey, La big tune. It's 95, isn't it? It's got to be 95, baby. This is 995, right? <laughs> hey. Oh, wow. What a song. I've got my playlist sorted for my journey home. Yeah. <laughs> now that your roses are blue. Was that the Batman, was that the Batman Forever sound? Yeah, yeah. Okay, we've got two Best minutes. Best Batman so film. Got... I don't care. Dark Knight Rises it can't touch cool. that. Carl Kilmer. Nicole Kidman. Jim Ke- no, Jim Carrey won in that one. No, no he was. Riddler. Rid- was, Riddler, was in Riddler, that Riddler. one as well. Yeah. All right, we've got to wrap it up because we've got All two right. minutes. Beat Andre, Mysterious Girl, Coolio, Gangster's Paradise, Seal, Kiss from a Rose, 99, th- ah. three, five, three, four, five. Who was the free geezer? I'm going with Seal. Peter Andre's Australian. He would have been number one over yeah, there. Yeah, I would have thought so. I'm going to go Coolio. Why not? <gasps> Incorrect. You win. Johnny Dutch gets the prize. Uh, Seal, Kiss from a Rose. Thank you. Free Do I get a kiss from you? I mean, who knows? If you won the coronavirus, hell yeah. Um, thank you so much to all my guests today. We had Hannah Flynn, Big Heath, Matt Wills, Complexion. We had Johnny from the Manor. We had my co-host, Danny Lawrence-Taylor. And uh, I've been Corin AK, the last skeptic. Thank you, everyone, at FUBAR. Um, do I have to play a song? Let's pop a song on. Oh, this is... Um, oh, yeah, there you go. Let's put on some brand new Manor. You've been listening to a FUBAR Radio podcast. For more information, go to FUBARradio.com.